0: and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan and you're watching APL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. And I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media everywhere. And I don't know where to start. Shout out to the LA city council and the now former president Nuri Martinez it's funny how she quote-unquote resigned but didn't resign we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also john Fetterman, i mean (laughs) sir this is crazy democratic party this is crazy why are you letting this guy go out there and run knowing he has diminished cognitive function we'll talk about that a little bit more as well also tulsi gabbard has left the democratic party Not really surprising right there. Here's the question Where is she going to go? Is she going to come to the right and be a Republican? Is she going to be independent? Is she going to change some of her left wing views? Like, I don't know, being part of the World Economic Forum, being part of the Council on Foreign Relations, being a gun grabber, being pro abortion, being anti gun. (laughs) Again, I'm going to say it one more time because it matters. We'll talk about that a little bit more as well. Also, a stunning admission from a Pfizer executive over in Europe. You gotta hear that. We'll cover that in a moment. Also, Alex Jones to pay nearly one billion. I said one billion dollars in damages in the defamation case. Talk about that a little bit more on this next episode of ABL Live. Thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. If you enjoy what you are hearing thus far, if you enjoy the content in general, please give the video a thumbs up. Also like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. We got a whole lot going on tonight. Alex Jones. I'm going to get into that. I mean, 1 billion in damages with with a B. So I got to come here and just, you know, I, I do my intro, right? But I want you to see me so you can just read my lips. So you can see my hand gestures. A billion dollars in damages. You can kill somebody with intent, and pay like two or three thousand in court costs. But defamation, a billion dollars. We know what it's about. It's about trying to silence him and silence anyone that may want to follow in his footsteps. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So again, thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. Uh, again, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. We got super chats to get to a little bit later. And also, we have our sponsors. Uh, shout out to my websites. The first one, the most obvious one, the best one, anthonyblogan.com. That dot A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-L-O-G-A-N.com. I get questions all the time like, hey, where do I find your, your social media? Where do I find your Twitter, your Facebook, et cetera? Everything will be right there on the actual website. I need to update that as a matter of fact. I do have a TikTok now because you know I got to have it at least to have it just to reserve it. So I'm on there. I'm, I'm on a China platform. I'm also on, where, where am I? I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Those are all going to be on the website. Also, you can find my email address and my snail mail address on the website. And if you don't know my snail mail address and you want to hear it right now, rather than going to the website, anthonyblogan.com, it is contact at anthonyblogan.com. I get a ton of email from you guys. I do my best to read all of it. I usually don't respond, but that doesn't mean I didn't read it. I'll read you guys' email. You send me some great tips, some great advice, some great pointers, some great news leads. So thank y'all for sending me some great emails. If you spam me with nonsense, like I get some emails that make no sense at all, like zero cents, I'm going to go ahead and just not – I'm going to go ahead and block that particular email. But if you're sending me a good email, thank y'all for that. I appreciate you. But anyway, go to that website, anthonyblogan.com. You can find an article for each video that I produce on the main page of the website. And also go to ablmerch.com. That is ablmerch.com. You can check that website out through the link in the description box. And as a matter of fact, all my links I'm talking about right now will be in the description box below this video. Also go to BHEDesigns.com. That is BHEDesigns.com for the beautiful handmade flags that are right behind me. You can also go to PatriotPost.us for the best source of news and information anywhere on Al Gore's internet. Again, PatriotPost.us. All the links shall be in the description box below. And of course, listening to a podcast right now being recorded live in front of a studio audience. Virtual, but it's the same thing. It don't make a difference. And this will be available audio only at 8 a.m. Eastern time the next day. So, for example, right now, it's 8 p.m. Eastern. We're recording it on a Wednesday. This will be available audio only on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple, iTunes. It'll be available 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, Thursday, Eastern time. So check it on out. It's 100% free. Go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL live. I should pop right on up. There should also be a link in the description to the anchor page. And that is like a bridge to all the other platforms. So check it on out. If you want to hear this podcast on your commute to work and your, and your, um, and, and your what do they call them? Earpods, your headphones, whatever you got going on, your Beats by Dre pods, whatever you got, that'll be available free of charge. Of course, just like the regular podcast is on YouTube. And, I think that'll do it for the sponsors and everything else. So where do I begin? Where do I begin? There's so much happening. Oh my goodness. And there were some things I missed in the LACD council story, but I'll get to that in a moment. I think I'm going to start with Tulsi Gabbard. There, there's a lot of heavy topics, a lot of, you know, deep topics that I can get into that I have listed here. Tulsi Gabbard first. Let me find a clip. You know, I got to just have the interactivity, right? I got to have the interactivity here. Um, Tulsi Gabbard has left the Democratic Party. Now, a lot of you guys throughout the years have told me you like Tulsi Gabbard. You wish she would run for president. You would vote for her or you wish that she would come over to the right and be a conservative and leave the Democratic Party and all this and that. And I understand where you're coming from. I, I feel where you're coming from. But there's just one problem. Tulsi Gabbard is not conservative. Tulsi Gabbard is like a moderate Democrat at best, a moderate Democrat at best. But you know, the thing about it is the the left have gone so far over to the left. There's a meme. I might try to find a meme, but you guys know what I'm talking about as far as the meme I'm about to describe. When when I describe it, you'll totally get it. So there's a meme where, you have a person on the left, a person on the right, and a person like right in the middle, a centrist. And then over time, the, the left gets further and further and further away from the center. The right stays right where it's supposed to be. You see, so you have this is this is how it is originally. And then you have somebody in the dead center. But as the left keeps going further and further and further away from the center, the right stays the same. And the, the center point gets moved because the center is going to be constant. It's not going to be like okay, the center's right here, and then left is way over here. It, the center is going to always move with how either side moves. If the right goes far, right, left goes far left, you're still gonna have an absolute center. So the right stays consistent and then the left goes all the way far, far, far to the left. So if you happen to be a centrist at one point in time, you didn't move but the center moved. So now by default, you are on the right. That's Tulsi Gabbard. That's Bill Maher. That's a lot of these guys, even the Dave Rubin or somebody like that. They're leftists because remember, Rubin was on young Turks at first. Don't forget that. Okay. He's the same. He's the same as, um, yet your man, uh, um, Bill Maher, Tulsi Gabbard. They're all leftists, but they're just not crazy. Ridiculous leftists saying that you can have drag queen story time that a man can give birth to a baby, stuff like that, right? They're not far to the left as in having drag queens perform in front of children in church. That had to have been the craziest thing I ever seen in my life. You have a whole big drag queen, and they called this dude, um, they, they, they they called the drag queen Miss Pentecost. I'm not making it up. A drag queen was in church in front of children performing, and they called the drag queen Miss Pentecost. Stuff like that, the average normie does not tolerate. But again, as you keep going far and far and far to the left, the center is gonna move with it. So by default, you're gonna be on the right if you say that's not a good thing to do. That's Tulsi Gabbard. Now let me find uh let, let me let me find a particular clip. Yeah, somebody says Bill Maher on the right, laughing emoji. I, exactly what I'm saying. Some would say that Bill Maher is conservative because of his viewpoints, but He's not at all. He's just more of a normie than not. Because nowadays, if you say that, like a prime example, I saw Candace Owens. I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get right back to Tosi Gabbard. I saw Candace Owens having a debate with Mark Lamont Hill, right? He's a professor at Temple in Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> and she was asking him a very simple question. Can men get pregnant? Can men have babies? Matter of fact, I got to do one of my old videos here to show you guys this segment. So let's, let's, let hold on. Let's, let's pull it up right here. So here we go. Here's Candace and Mark Lamont Hill on her show. This was probably about a couple years ago, back in 2019, 2020 or so. Let's, let's check it out.
1: Can men give birth?
0: Sometimes that's my answer. Yes, and
1: the answer that is that is crazy. And this is we we cannot. We <laughs> just, it's just crazy. We cannot allow this.
0: Why is he laughing? Like what's funny about that? What if she asks very simple question? Can men give birth? She's like, yeah, sometimes. And her response is as crazy. What what's funny about her response? Her response is correct. You sir are incorrect. This is what I'm talking about right here. Let me, I let it I let it play a little bit longer, and then I will get back on to Tulsi Gabbard.
1: This to happen. But you there, wouldn't say the definition of being truths. a woman is the ability
0: to give birth. And I'm not
1: saying it's, but I'm, only women can give birth is a factually true statement. Only women can give birth. There, there's only one type of human being. Only that people can with give uteruses
0: birth. and vaginas yes and can, stuff give, can birth. give birth.
1: Only women can birth. You I'm I'm not, men just, I'm not cannot, disagreeing cannot give with
0: that. birth. I'm not. And that, here's what I think we're talking past each other. What I'm saying is, I'm not. Dis- I mean, why is this even a discussion? Why is it a debate? Why is it a debate? When you were a little boy, a little girl in grade school, this was basic stuff that was taught to you. Okay, little, little, men cannot have babies. Women can have babies. If you have siblings, let's, let's, say, let's say you were the oldest or the middle or something like that. You saw your mom pregnant. You never saw your dad pregnant, okay? And then if you ask, mommy, your stomach got big. What's going on? Well, son, you are having a little brother. Or well, daughter, you having a little brother or a sister. That's basic stuff, basic biology 101. This is not, I'm not discovering... The the, the 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 dark matter in space, I'm not uncovering some type of fantastic discovery. I'm not some kind of big brain super genius right here. I'm talking about basic stuff. Feeding the fact that certain body parts yield certain kinds of possibilities, right? What I'm disagreeing with is the idea that that is the measure of whether or not you're a man or a woman. In so- See, he's he's using he's trying to play games because. Just because you are a female does not I mean you can have I mean, I mean, you can have kids automatically because you may have some kind of disorder, or you may be uh you may be too old or you might have hysterectomy. You see what I'm saying? So he's trying to argue a point that she's not making. The point she's making is you can only give birth if you're a woman. Only if you're a woman. Okay? Now, there's certain other things you gotta have as well, aside from being a woman. Like you got to be of birthing age. You can't be 80 years old giving birth to a baby. Okay. You got to be fertile. You got to have, you know, your uterus and everything got to be on point. You can't, you can't have any damages, any kind of, okay, but you still got to be a woman. You, you can't just be a man born with the ability to have kids. It just doesn't work. It, it's impossible. It's a 0% chance of you being born as a male and giving birth. Where is it going to come out? I, I don't know. I, and don't, and don't answer that. <laughs> don't answer it. Cause I saw the whole thing on Amazon. They got, that can simulate that. So please don't answer that. It's we got, we got little babies watching, but I don't want to play that no more. That that's that's an older clip. The point I was making is that is the left nowadays. That's the left. And if you say that's nonsense, if you say that's ridiculous, then it means you're a right wing conspiracy theorist. That means you're a bigot, a hateful, um, transphobe and things of that nature. Okay. Now. Oh, and here's, um, one more thing about the left. This is actually from Joe Rogan's podcast featuring Tosi Gabbard. All right. But it's not really about her. It's about something else. Now, Joe Rogan says a friend of his, um, matter of fact, this isn't even the right one, but there was a different clip where Joe Rogan was talking about how a friend of his, had to, at, at their school, they had to get a kitty litter box installed in the bathroom because one of the kids identified as a cat. <laughs> a kitty litter box. Like, <laughs> I mean, and that's so dumb. It's like, okay, you have kitty litter boxes because cats cannot just go to the bathroom, lift the seat up, and then use the restroom like, like a normal human being. Okay, the, the, a cat is a cat. It's not supposed to be in the house anyway. It, it's just gonna, if, if not for the kitty litter box, it would just go on the ground. So you, you gotta train the cat to use that. You cannot train the cat to just go in the toilet. So let's get back to Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> Let, let's, let's get to her and discover that whole thing. And I found a video of Miss Pentecost. I'll, I'll play that after I play the whole thing with her. But the bottom line is, you, you don't want um, people that have leftist point of views to kind of rock you to sleep thinking that they are on your side. They're not necessarily on your side. So here we go. Let's go ahead and roll the clip.
2: I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police, but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents. And above all, we're dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, I invite you to join me.
0: All right, so there, there you have it. I mean, what she said there sounded pretty good. It, it sounded pretty good, but you got to get into her entire voting record. You, you, you got you to get into it. It, it, can't, it can't just be... Um, well she, she she sounds good right there so I'll vote for her I would um I would I would have her on my side I don't think it's it's probably not appropriate at all it's not appropriate because here's my thing she's leaving the Democratic Party but where is she going she did not say oh I'm going to come conservative I'm going to the right I'll be a Republican she didn't say that what I what I smell what I think is a foot is that she'll become an independent and she may try and do the whole Ross Perot thing. Like A lot of you guys are kind of young. You will know who Ross Perot is. I'll, I'll give you a, a little, little story. ABL story time. A, a little brief history. And if you guys in the comments can please correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all do that. So, back in 1992. This is after George H.W.'s first term in office. He was a vice president under Reagan. Now, Reagan, of course, was a great president. Did a very good job. He... H.W. was the vice president. He did not do a great job. And we know now how the Bushes and the Clintons and the Obamas. We, we know we know who they are now, right? But back then, maybe we didn't know. Anyway, he doesn't really do a good job. Uh, read my lips. No new taxes. That was a lie. So people were kind of dissatisfied with his performance. Now, here comes Ross Perot. He had a boatload of money. Buku dinero, as the cool kids say, right? A lot of money. He comes in with a lot of the same points that the right wants that the right will want to hear. And he runs as an independent. He does not win any of the electoral votes, but he wins 18.9, 19% of the popular vote. That was enough in my humble opinion to make HW lose some of the electoral votes. And that gives us slick Willie 1992. That was his first time in office. Okay. So what Tulsi Gabbard could do is run as an independent. Um, she needs a lot of money, though. And if she gets a bunch of funding, I'll put it to you this way. Here, here's a clue. Here's a clue. Free clue for you guys. If Tulsi Gabbard runs as an independent for 2024 for president of the USA, and she gets a bunch of funding from California, New York, Illinois, you know that as the left trying to Ross Perot Donald Trump, or whoever the Republican candidate is, here's here's what could happen. Trump has a lot of support. He's very popular, probably the most popular guy, but it's a double-edged sword. He's also the most unpopular guy. He's most popular and unpopular. So if she runs, she's able to fill some of the void that he leaves as likable or center of the road, not as brash, kind of a leftist still things that some may want from Trump that they're not going to get from Trump. So she could run and take votes from him exclusively. She would not take votes from the left because left don't like her too much. They've already pretty much thrown her under the bus, say, man, get off the train, get off the boat. We don't want you here. So she may try to Ross Perot Trump if Trump wins the nomination, at least to dilute his vote, therefore putting in a Gavin Newsom. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. Maybe I'm off base about that. But we'll see come 2023. 2023 is going to be really after the midterms. After the midterms, we're going to see who's going to run. It's going to be a packed, packed field. It's going to be packed. Now, that's going to depend on your man Joe Biden. If Joe Biden runs, it's going to be complicated. I don't think he'll run. I think his handlers will pretty much say, hey, man, don't do it. They may force him to not run because obviously this man about to be 80 years old in a few days. Yes, he is. He has birthday in November. Matter of fact, let me see when his birthday is. His birthday is November 20th, 1942. He will be 18 years old this year, 1942. He's been in office in the government, not as a president or vice president. I'm talking about in government. Going back to 1973, were you even alive back then? Put it to you this way. You see, I got great hair in my beard, right? I'm not that old, but I'm not young either. I'll be 40 years old in two years. Now, my parents were kids when Joe Biden first got in office. My parents were kids. And you see what's going on here, right? I'll be 40 before his term is over in office, but my parents were like middle school or elementary school age when he first got into office. <laughs> 1973 It's crazy. So yeah, he is not going to be able to run. If he wants to run, they're not going to let him. They're going to try to have Gavin Newsom take over and run instead. Right? So we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely see what's going on. Um, I can't wait. I can't, I cannot wait for 2024. 2024 is going to be crazy. We, we thought the midterms are crazy. The 2024 is going to be just off the off the scale, okay. And I'm gonna get to a few more things here. Thank you for joining me. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. So if you enjoyed what you were hearing thus far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, scare, share the video, not scare the video, do all that good stuff. And speaking of scare, here's a video I was talking about as far as Miss Pentecost. Now check it out, and sh- shout out to Ian Mouse Chung. But here is an example of how far the left have gone. This is not isolated. This is not just, you know, San Francisco, Los Angeles. This is pretty much everywhere. I've seen this kind of scene in Iowa. I've seen it here in Tennessee. I've seen it in Texas, Florida. I've seen it everywhere. In little pockets, but it's everywhere. Now, this appears to be a church. Um, I'm not sure what's going on here. Y'all please, y'all please help me out. I'm seeing a guy who has on his... A robe. It appears like he's some kind of uh, I I I won't, I won't say a priest. I don't see. I don't know if I see a collar or not, but some kind of clergyman. I see two little kids right there. Okay, these kids got to be probably about six, seven, eight years old. And I see this big, um, <laughs> Tony Gonzalez, um, Gronkowski looking drag queen talking to him, named Miss Pentecost. Check it out.
2: Do you, either of you have any questions for Miss Pentecost? I like
3: your
0: Oh, thank you.
4: <laughs> yeah, you like her eyeshadow? That's great. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she'll let you borrow it when I you're older, like when this. you're allowed to wear makeup.
3: <laughs> yeah. yep.
5: Of course.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things. I- do, do you hear the irony? Tell me, some you can wear it when you get older. Well, how about they don't go to a drag show until they get older? How about that? You moron! I'm, I'm almost cussed. And you know, I don't do that. So please forgive me.
3: What I think it's great
4: about Miss Pentecost. Is she reminds us that we, we follow a God who calls us to not conform to things of this world, uh, that we're supposed to be transformed by the renewal of our minds. And that means that what I think today may have to change tomorrow if I continue to renew my mind. And it's so cool that we serve a God that calls us to continue to grow and continue to, to change into something new. Uh, and to not be bound by the ways that the world confines us
0: sometimes, that, that we're supposed to live differently. Do you, either of you have? Any- I mean, I, I have no words. I have no words. The church in the West is pretty much dead. It's 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 pretty much dead. It's unfortunate because, you know, a lot of you guys know that I'm not religious, but I grew up around religious people. You know, I go back home, West Virginia, everybody's religious. You know, it, it, like, that's what I have always heard. I know a lot of scripture. I've read the Bible before. I've been, I've been to church vacation, Bible school. I have done all that. Okay. I was in the choir when I was a young guy, you know, in, in school, I was in the choir. So, I mean, I kind of grew up in that culture, the church culture, although I'm not really religious guy. I I respect Christianity, but this right here is a parody of Christianity. It's like, it's not even real, but it's, this is real. This is hundred percent real. It's not a joke. And a lot of you guys may not know where that name comes from. Pentecost, like Pentecostal. That's like um, what you would say a sect of um, Christianity. You got Episcopalian, Pentecostal. You have, um, what's that? Is that Lutheran, Catholic, um, Baptist, um, all of that. So, yeah, I, I have no words, but that's real. And that, that comes from Ian Miles John reposting it, but it comes from Woke Preacher Clips. There's like, you know, you have um, what you, what you have? You have uh, libs of TikTok and things like that. That's a, that's a great resource, by the way. Libs of TikTok, and they they hate her. Libs of TikTok because they, they they try to ban her. It's like, how are you gonna ban me for just reposting what people to post themselves? I'm not stealing information. I'm going on TikTok and posting the stuff I see on Twitter. How is that something that I should get banned for? But anyway. Woke Preacher Clips is like libs of TikTok, but they focus on church stuff. And it's crazy. It's totally crazy. You'd be shocked. But I'll move right along. Um, we got quite a few things on deck. I got quite a few videos for you guys. Um, I don't even know where to start. Oh, let's, before I get to the next topic, we got one more video of your man Joe Biden just continuing to decline. I mean, I think at this point, we all know that he's, he's, He's not there. He's not there. But yet they still put him out there like somebody else. We know we talk about that person in just a moment.
5: We passed the look what I ran on. I said we're going to deal with energy. Right. And and the energy problem. We're going to deal with the whole notion of global warming. We passed three hundred and sixty eight billion dollars worth of help. Which, as the same bankers talk about, is going to bring a billions
0: a trillion seven hundred million dollar billion dollars off the huh? sidelines, of investment. We how many? How many is that again? I said it one more time. Help. Which, as the same
5: bankers talk about, is going to bring a billion, a trillion seven hundred million dollar billion dollars
0: off the sidelines, of investment. Nonsense. Complete nonsense. And speaking of nonsense, your man John Fetterman. Now, warning. Disclaimer, I'm not trying to attack John Fetterman for having the stroke. I wish he gets well. I wish he would just take time off or just not run and focus on his health, focus on his ability to be able to comprehend when people are speaking to him because he's not there. He doesn't really have that comprehension. And it's so bad MSNBC couldn't even hide it for him because, you know, MSNBC, any mainstream media organization, they want to – they they want to protect their people, right? They they want to they want to protect their people. They don't want anything like that to get out there. They they want you to think there's nothing's wrong, everything's all good, blah, 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 blah. So for them to come out there and say what they said about um John Fetterman was really crazy. It w- it was totally crazy. Now, let me go ahead and find the clip for you guys. I got I got the one clip where they are talking to him. Well, they're, they're talking about him, but then I have another clip where they're actually talking to him in the interview. Y'all give me one second. I'm going to definitely get to it. And hold on. Actually, I got quite a few clips. I got I got so many clips over here. It's crazy. I mean, Twitter is where you want to be for these kind of short clips that the mainstream media won't put out. It's weird because Twitter does a lot of censorship, but at the same time, they don't. They let quite a few things go that a lot of other social media networks don't let go. So I think they're probably one of the best ones as far as a lack of censorship. Okay. Matter of fact, I found it. So I'm going play the first video first where they're talking about Fetterman and what it, what it had to do to accommodate his, his um, brain disorder. I suppose that is because he had a stroke and he's not able to process speech. So what happens is this, you're talking to him, And as you're speaking, he can't really process your speech and comprehend it. You know, he's not really hearing everything. Certain words are kind of jumbled up. So by the time you say something, he hears it and his brain is processing it. It's just not going to make a lot of sense. So he's not able to understand what you're saying. He may respond incorrectly to something. And you'll see an example of that, even with the assistants. So what they did was they had the interviewer there and actually speaking her words are being transcribed into real time in the captions. So he has a screen right here where he's able to read what she's saying in real time. So he can read that and comprehend that better, but he still can't really read that that well, because he's still not answering the questions appropriately, but it's better than him trying to listen to you and talk that way. And here's a question I have for you guys. If um, he cannot even read questions appropriately in real time and answer them, how is he going to have a debate Doctor eyes? Because in that format, are you going to have some kind of uh transcriber right there? Are you going to have that ability to have a screen and have everything set up properly like that? And it's going to be hard hitting questions. It's going to be a lot of over talking and loud stuff going on. How can you even perform in a debate at all? Let alone uh, be a Senator from Pennsylvania. I don't understand, but here's the first part where the they threw him and they threw him under the bus
6: Uh, We had a monitor set up so that he could read my questions because he still has lingering auditory processing issues as a result of the stroke, which means he has a hard time understanding what he's hearing. Now, once he reads the question, he's able to understand. You'll hear he also still has some uh, problems, some challenges with speech. And I'll say, Katie, that just in some of the small talk prior to uh, the interview before the closed captioning was up and running, it did seem that uh, he had a hard time understanding our, our conversations uh, we had
0: so she said everything right there she's like look okay during the speech dur- during the interview pardon me there was a screen right there you see it you see the screen right there the screen was set up so you have the interviewer right there on the left talking and then the screen that's right here it's like an iMac computer so all of what she's saying is being transcribed right here so he keeps looking over to his right to read the question. Although she's right there asking him the question. He can't really process what she's saying. He has to read the screen. That's a, that's a terrible, terrible sign. Now, here's the next part. Here's part of the actual interview. And you'll see it in action. Let's check it out.
6: In terms of any any symptoms related to the stroke or any other conditions, you know, um, you hadn't disclosed the AFib you were diagnosed with uh, five years ago. Is there anything else that is in your health record, any other conditions or symptoms that you have not told voters about?
0: As far as I know, yeah.
6: As far as you know, there's there's nothing else.
0: So it, it didn't make any sense. Like, Let's replay the question. Matter of fact, let's, let's go. Let's go straight from the beginning, and I'm gonna stop it at a certain point because he had something. He had something, He had other issues that he didn't disclose, aside from the stroke that he just had. Just like In that. terms
6: of any any symptoms related to the stroke or any other conditions, you know, um, you hadn't disclosed the AFib you were diagnosed with.
0: So he had an AFib. That's um, a heart problem. Um, atrial fibril. Atrial fib relation. So that's an irregular heartbeat. And you could actually have a blood clot. That that, that right there can have you make, it, make you get a heart attack. You could die from that. So you got a heart problem that you didn't disclose and you had a stroke this year. So, I mean, you're not really in good health. And you can hear him answer the question and it doesn't make any sense. Let's go ahead and replay that one more time.
6: Uh, five years ago, is there anything else that is in your health record any other conditions or symptoms that you have not told voters about
0: as far as i know yeah so she asked him are there any other health issues you have any other symptoms you have that you have not disclosed to the voters he says like yeah as far as i know yeah does it make any sense okay so you do have symptoms you do have something you want to talk about what what other thing do you have that you have not disclosed to the general public? The way he answered the question is not appropriate to the question. And it was clearly the wrong answer. So it didn't make any sense. He thought there was a different question that was asked.
6: As far as you know, there's there's nothing else? Yeah,
0: I don't think so. All right. Um- you see what I'm saying? He's not there. He's not there. And this is with her being right there in front of him. And with a screen that is actually transcribing her speech so he can read it, he can't understand the speech or her. So how are you going to understand what's going on with the Senate? How are you going to understand things you're voting on? How are you going to understand what your constituents are asking you for? When you go into certain town hall meetings and you're being asked questions or you're doing press conferences, how can you even do it? Aside from his track record, aside from the voting, aside from his time as mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania, right outside of Pittsburgh, aside from the whole shotgun kerfuffle, aside from the whole club sign kerfuffle, aside from the whole thing about letting murderers out of prison, aside from the whole defunding police or whatever you got going on. Aside from that, you can't even communicate. And that's a bad thing. If you're a politician, your number one thing you got to do is communicate. People like normies. They like to feel good. They like to hear things they want to hear. If you cannot communicate as a politician, that's a problem. I've seen guys that are in wheelchairs, guys that are kind of, you know, they're not necessarily physically able to move around very much, but they got to talk. I've never seen a a deaf politician. Maybe they, but I've not, I've not actually seen them because you got to communicate. You could be in the wheelchair. You could have a a leg amputated or whatever, but you got to be able to talk first and foremost. All right, you got to have that. If you don't have that, you have nothing. And if you can't understand somebody, you can't do it. So again, I'm not trying to make fun of Federer, woman, for his stroke. Now, for saying Federer, I make I make fun of that Federer. I make fun of that whole thing. But not his stroke. All I'm saying is that he's not suited. He's not prepared for this job. He's not prepared to do anything where you got to communicate with people. That's just a fact. It is what it is. I mean, it ain't really nothing else to it. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and you know, the crazy part, despite all that, he's still in the lead. It's Pennsylvania. It's a it's a blue state. If I'm not mistaken, I think at one point when I was a young man, it was a red state, but now it's kind of flipped into a blue state. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Y'all let me know in the comments. Anybody in Pennsylvania, y'all let me know. Shout, shout out Lancaster, Pittsburgh, uh, Philly, um, Amish country. Wherever you are, y'all let me know if Pennsylvania is a blue state or a red state. But like I said, he's still in the lead as far as the polls are concerned. I think by about four or five percentage points beyond Dr. Eyes. Now, Dr. Eyes is not, is not a great candidate. Don't get me, uh, don't don't get it confused. He's not, a, he's not a fantastic candidate, but at least he can speak. At least he has the ability to communicate. Fetterman doesn't have it. And Fetterman had problems before this, aside from the stroke thing. The whole thing, he was in Pennsylvania. There were some issues. Uh, do I have anything about his time in Pennsylvania? Let me see if I can find it. Um, And I'll get to the last topic in just a moment. But there's quite a few things I got to pull up about the whole situation we got going on here. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. Alrighty. righty. Oh, here, here we go. Here's the... um Here's the clip from, I got two clips of Fetterman. The first one is Fetter Woman, just so you can hear that for your own amusement. And then uh, a 2013 news interview from when he was mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania, and the whole shotgun kerfuffle, right? So let's go ahead and play the Fetter Woman and then the news clip, and then we'll move forward with the next topic. My name is John
7: Federwoman.
0: So yeah, Fetter woman. There we go. So yeah, that's, that's his name. Now you said it right there on tape. My name is John Fetter woman. There you have it. All right. Fetter woman. Now here is the whole thing about the shotgun kerfuffle. All right, let's, let's go ahead and check it out. The caption says the 2013 John Fetter woman pointed a shotgun at a random black man jogging. Crowder Woman is a Democratic nominee for the 2022 United States Senate election in Pennsylvania.
7: And I heard approximately a dozen or more what what clearly sounded like assault rifle uh, gunshots go off. Mayor John Fetterman says he rushed his son inside, called 911 and took off in his truck after a masked man in black he saw running. But Chris Meares, the man Fetterman confronted, turns out to be an innocent jogger who police say had no weapon.
8: There wasn't any assault rifle shots, it was bottle rockets behind the library.
7: Mayor Fetterman did have a weapon. A 20-gauge uh, shotgun uh, in in the, under the back seat of my truck, which I pulled out and I I showed to just say, look, we're going to wait here and we're going to get this all sorted out when the police arrive. Meares and the mayor tell very different stories. He says Fetterman
8: followed me into North Braddock and pulled a shotgun and aimed it at my chest.
7: Did you point the shotgun at him?
8: No, I did not. I
7: pointed it, you know, away a so uh, that he would see that I was armed, but I did not point it at him. In fact, I didn't even have a round chambered or the, uh, <laughs> remove the safety at that point. For both men, it was frightening. North Braddock's police chief says his officers tell him the shotgun incident was over when they arrived. Nieres says that's not true. The police tried to laugh it off.
8: I mean, there's a mayor with a shotgun and six other cops surrounded me. What else can I do but this?
7: I believe I did the right thing, but I may have broken the law during the course of it. And, uh, you know, I'm certainly not above the law if, if, if I did. But what I did, I did in a split second. Huh? A-
0: Hold on. Let's go, let's, let's, let's go back.
7: This. I believe I did the right thing, but I may
0: have broken the law during the course of it. and uh, You broke the law? Maybe you didn't break the law? Oh, oh no. In, in, in a big deal. Maybe I broke the law, so wait.
7: Uh, you know, I'm certainly not above the law if, if if I did. But what I did, I did in a split second in the, out of uh, concern as a father and, and the mayor. He's trying to make it like it's okay. He's
8: trying to justify what he did.
0: Well, well there you have it. And then there was a, a debate, I suppose, where recently, and he was asked about this, Federman was asked about this, about the whole shotgun And He said he didn't do it. But yet right there, he says he did do it. Some of us, well, I didn't point it at him. I just kind of pointed it near him. And, you know, it wasn't even around in the chamber. I was like, sir, really? Really? If you, if you, if I am cornered with a shotgun and you point it in my general direction, I mean, you, you brandish it on me. That, that's called brandishing. You can go to jail for that. If I didn't do anything, I'm just minding my business. But anyway, so yeah, that's federal Woman for you. And I move right along. I shall move forward here. Oh, somebody asked me in the comments to play this video. I got a good video for you guys if you haven't seen it. I put it on uh, um I put it on my Instagram. I also put it on my um it was also on my YouTube Shorts, if I'm not mistaken. Let's go to YouTube Shorts right quick and I'll go ahead and pop that on up. All right. And this is one of these super Karens talking about Republicans, and you have a rock remix to it. Now, shout out to Andre Antoons. For the original video, let's go ahead and check it on out. So yeah, shout out to Andre Antunes, shout out to the lady right here. The, the metal scream, she got the metal scream down, okay? All she got to do next is the pig squeal, and then she be rocking and rolling, cooking with gas, you understand what I'm saying? So yeah, matter of fact, I need her to do a whole big rant for about three minutes, make a song, put it on iTunes, and get my man Andre Antunes to do the guitar. So yeah, shout, shout out to them. I really enjoyed that video when I saw it. I, I hear it's an old video, but i would never seen it before, so it's new to me. All right, <laughs> so, so your dog won't shut up. So, sorry about your dog, boss. <laughs> yeah, sorry about your dog, boss. But we got a few more things on deck here. Um, Oh, the Pfizer executive, have you guys seen that? You guys got to see this. I may do a video about this tomorrow, actually. So, all right, the, the Pfizer executive admitted that the Vex does not prevent transmission. We said that already though, before I even get to the, before I get to the Pfizer executive, I, I got to find the video first. Then I'm going to get to some other stuff that I already had, that I already had. All right. So as a matter of fact, not only does it not prevent transmission, it was not tested to prevent transmission. It was never intended to prevent transmission. It was never intended for that purpose, but, before I get ahead of myself, let's play the first video that's been pinned to my Twitter profile since October of 2021. One year and some change. Okay. One year, 10 days, actually, to the day. So here's the first video. And by the way, this is on CNN. You have CDC Director Rochelle Walensky speaking to Wolf Blitzer on CNN about the vaccine.
2: Um, our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta. With regard to severe illness and death, they prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated, to somebody who can't get vaccinated, somebody who might be immunosuppressed or a little bit fa- uh, frail, somebody who has um, uh, comorbidities that put them at high risk, I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings. Um, our vaccines uh, okay, are working.
0: Okay. Okay. So they said that back. In October 2021, they said it. The vaccines cannot prevent transmission. They said it back then. This is CDC Director Rochelle Walensky. This this ain't just some regular person. This ain't no TV pundit. This ain't no quack or whatever somebody wants to call her. She is a CDC director. This is 2021. This is under the Biden administration. It's not a Trump doctor or nothing like that. This is Biden's people right now. CDC director. The vaccine cannot prevent transmission, meaning layman's terms. Getting the vaccine does not stop you from spreading it to somebody, nor can it stop you from getting it for somebody else. So if you have a vaccine. And people are sick, you can still catch it. If you're sick, you can still spread it. It does not stop that. And as a matter of fact. It was never, ever tested for that before it was released into the wild. Now, Here's the, the video, the new video for you guys. Um, let's put it, just go ahead and, I gotta I got just play it. I don't wanna to talk too much here.
9: If you don't get vaccinated, you're antisocial. This is what the Dutch prime minister and health minister told us. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself, but also for others. You do it for all of society. That's what I said. Today, this turned out to be complete nonsense. In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. One more time,
0: let's, let's rewind that one more time. So you hear it, so you're not, thinking you're hearing things you didn't hear.
9: One more time, let's rewind it. In Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, At the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This removes the entire legal basis for the COVID passport, the COVID passport that led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential parts of society. I find this to be shocking, even criminal. Please watch the video until the end. Voor u, mevrouw Smol, heb ik de volgende vraag waar ik een duidelijk antwoord op wil en ik speak in Engels zodat so there are no misunderstandings. Was de Pfizer COVID vaccine testen op stopping van de transmissie van het virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much.
1: Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it's entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, We had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market.
0: The speed of science? What does that mean? What does that mean? Hold on, before I get triggered, let's, let's let them finish.
9: This is scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you do it for others. Now, this turned out to be a cheap lie. This should be exposed. Please share this video. So, if you don't know, this was a Pfizer
0: executive. Okay, Pfizer executive, they're over in Europe, they're they're having a hearing, and she is being asked questions. She has to be truthful. She says, it was not tested. We didn't know. They had to just put it out there because we are trying to get it out fast. Okay? So, when they say, when when they said things like, hey, man, you got to get vaccinated for your grandma, man. You want to kill your grandmama? You want to kill your granddaddy? When they said things like that, that was just complete nonsense. A lie. A lie. Because there was never tested for that. How are they going to say a thing that they had no idea about? No idea. It was a it was a scare tactic. It was a way to get you to get the vax just because. I feel like it was a money grab, really, because I mean, it was like, what, what's the point in lying like that? And then the vaccine passport that was totally useless, totally useless, because again, from the beginning, they knew that they did not have any evidence to say that this thing would prevent transmission. They didn't test for it. It wasn't intended to do that. It was intended to um to, to lower the, the the symptoms. That's it. And it's kind of questionable if that happened. Plus, there are side effects. Myocarditis. Yes, there is. And as a matter of fact, I already put it on the screen before, but the floor what the floor surgeon general said that he does not recommend men between the ages of 18 and 39 get the vaccine because of the 87% increase in cardiovascular events let me see if i can find that um particular article i'm not saying anything that's not being put out in the news that's not on government websites you can find all this stuff you could fact check me you can find whatever you want on the internet for yourself please fact check me please do I, I i dare you to fact check me about this i dare you but as a lot of you guys are saying right now we all knew this a long time ago we knew this back in 2020 I knew from the beginning, right when they were talking about doing it, right when Trump was talking about putting the vaccine out, I'm like, okay, that's cool, Trump, but I'm not going to get that, because why would I get a brand new vaccine that just came out? Because how do I know what the side effects are going to be? Have have there been human trials? Like, I don't want that. It just came out. That was something that I knew from the very beginning not to do. Okay. So this is the Florida Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph A. Latipo. Okay, and I'm, again, I'm going to go to the floridahealth.gov. This is a real website. I'm on it right now. You see I'm moving around my mouse. Um, so let, let's read some of this right here. I'm going to read the entire thing, but you can find it on my Facebook. You can find it pretty much anywhere. All right, let's 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 check this out right here. So today, State Surgeon General Dr. Joseph A. Latipo has announced new guidance regarding mRNA vaccines. The Florida Health Department of Health Department conducted an analysis through a self-controlled case series, which is a technique originally developed to evaluate vaccine safety. This analysis found that there is an 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac-related health death among, eight, among males 18 and 39 years old within 28 days following mRNA vaccination. One more time. This analysis found that there is an 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac-related death death among males 18 and 39 years old within 28 days following MRNA vaccination with a high level of global immunity to COVID-19. We said that before, herd immunity. We said that before. Oh, you guys are pushing conspiracy theories anyway. With a high level of global immunity to COVID-19, the benefit of vaccination is likely outweighed by this abnormally high risk of cardiac-related death among men in this age group. Non-MRNA vaccines were not found to have these increased risks. As such, Surgeon General recommends against males age 18 and 39 from receiving mRNA COVID 19 vaccines. Those are preexisting conditions, cardiac conditions such as myocarditis and pericarditis should take particular caution when making this decision. So, I mean, not only does it not prevent transmission, not only was it not tested for that, it also has a bunch of side effects. So why would anybody get that? Why, why would anybody just go out there and say, you know what, I want to get it? Because they were kind of forced into it with the, with the vaccine passports. If you don't get the vaccine, you got to lose your job and everything else. Shout out to everybody that stood tall and were able to not take the vax. I know it's not the case of everybody. You got kids, you got a family. I get it. I understand. You don't want to be on the street. You don't, want, you don't want your kids to be on the street. I get it. But if you were able to resist, amen, you, 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 you made it, you made it. So shout shout out to y'all shout out to the pure bloods. And if you had to get the vaccine because you had to, because of medical, because of your job, your family, I understand. I get it. And my heart goes out to you. Hopefully everybody's okay. But I knew from day one instantly, right when the whole, right when I was seeing the Chinese videos of people falling out, dying, I knew I would not get a brand new shot or a brand new thing they came out with. That's a plot of every video game, man' it? Resident Evil, Division, um, 28 Days Later, I Am Legend. That's the plot of thing, right? It's some kind of brand new disease. They try to come up with a cure for it. And as a result, there is a, there's an apocalypse and everybody dies. Except for like one man and his dog was going crazy talking to to mannequins throughout the whole movie. That was I Am Legend. That was the whole plot of the movie. And even toward the end, they were still doing human tests or testing the zombies or whatever to try and fix the disorder. They they were trying to fix it. All right. So, yeah. Shout out to y'all. I know that was pretty rough for some of you guys, but shout out to y'all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And let's talk about the L.A. City Council, shall we? Oh, boy. L.A. City Council. Uh, your, your little black son's a monkey, all kind of stuff. And <laughs> this is crazy. Now, let, let's go back. So, Nuri Martinez. Um, Nuri Martinez was... The president of the LA City Council. Now she has since resigned as president, but not from the City Council. I don't think. No, I gotta, I gotta find that because I think there was some other motion that happened. Okay, so she resigned from the whole council. At first, she resigned just from, just as a president, but did not resign from the council. So she was still on the council, but the media, you know, the media headlines. And I'm not sure what the purpose of her resigning from the, the as a president, not the whole council was like just, just leave the entire council. But now I think she resigned from the whole thing. Let me see if I can find it. OK, so now she resigned from the whole council. Um, Yeah, she, le- she left her seat and everything. All right. Now, the reason why she resigned is because of some comments that were made on a tape that got released. Some, some racially charged comments. Now I was seeing some, uh, a bunch of hoop jumping for her, a lot of hoop jumping. Oh, well, she was, she was, she didn't really say, mech, she didn't really say monkey. She was just saying, unruly really child. Oh, okay. So when she, when she was talking about Mike Bonin trying to be black and stuff like that, and he's for the blacks and FM, uh, just, just ignore that part. Right. When, um, speaking about Koreatown and all the Oaxacans that are there and they short brown people. That's also racially motivated because the thing about Mexicans that I've learned and if I'm wrong, I let me know, but there's racism among Mexicans because people think they're all the same when they're not. Obviously it's a country, not a, not, not a race of people, people like Nuri Martinez. She's like more of a mestizo, right? Doesn't that mean like have, um, basically Indian native American and then not have Spaniard. That's people like Nuri Martinez. And they think that they're white sometimes. Now I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just saying this. This is just what I've been able to observe. And if I'm wrong, y'all please let me know. Y'all, y'all please um, correct me here. Okay, let's let's not hide everybody. I mean, come on. Let's let's kind of chill. But anyway, um, so they think that they're better than the more native-looking people. The Oaxacans like Guatemalans, because it's right there on the border, like South of Mexico, right by Guatemala. And Guatemalans are real. They're like five foot tall. They, they're more, they're, they're actually like, they're, they're they're Native Americans, really. They're Native Americans, or native to that particular land. They're not like the mestizos. The mestizos are much taller because they got the European blood. These so seven foot tall looking people, you understand what I'm saying? They came in and mixed with the uh, natives so you got uh, taller people lighter skinned people the Bahawkquins are more like short br- short brown people not black but short and brown people like have you ever seen those those Olmecs they look kind of like that the Olmec head from back in the day the Hidden Temple they look more like that so they're also racist against them too you see what I'm saying so there, there's a there's a lot of that going on but these are all Democrats right these are all Democrats oh Black Lives Matter, blackity, black, 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 all is there, and the third, but behind closed doors, he think he black, F him. i the little short brown, uh, dirty Oaxacans. You see what I'm saying? That's how they operate. So as a result of that, she resigned. Now, let me see if I can find the original tape right quick. And y'all, uh, give me one moment to do that. I'd appreciate it if you did. All right. So let's go ahead and get rocking here. And what's funny is that um Kevin De Leon, aka Kevin Alexander is like he looks more native like to LA Americans. City Council But let's let's go ahead and play this news clip actually let's let's put a news clip and then we can kind of move forward because that I have a little bit more context All right
10: controversy a shocking secret recording allegedly between council members making racist remarks about a fellow member's own son Good evening, everyone. I'm Ross Palumbo.
6: And I'm Leslie Madine. One of the people allegedly recorded is the council's own president, Nuri Martinez.
10: And already tonight, she is responding with an apology. But despite that, there are already calls for her to resign. Uh, Shocking audio recordings posted on Knock L.A. Nuri Martinez allegedly catching L.A. City Council's first Latina president using foul language, making racially charged statements and slurs. The most striking comments surrounding Councilman Mike Bonin's two-year-old son. This white guy with a
11: little black kid.
10: Martinez saying the child was somehow acting inappropriately during the
0: 2017 Kingdom. Hey, so they say say the, say the boy, the little black boy, he was, he was a token and, and a fashion accessory, all kind of stuff and like like a monkey he was behaving on the on, on the float in the parade what they said but some are going to say well she didn't say monkey but although she did say it she didn't really mean it in a racist way but at the same time she say oh him and his little black son why bring up race if you're not going to be racist if if you use the term monkey and you bring up and you bring up the whole black thing you, you're talking about oh black 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 in a negative way then you say monkey I mean what what am I to assume? Come on, let's just put two and two together and get four. Someday parade. I was like, this kid is a beat down. Like let me let me take him around the
11: corner and then I'll bring him back. There's nothing you can do to control
0: him. So right there they said the the whole monkey thing, right? That's why they blunt, that's why they beeped it out. I forget what it was. Paris Changuito. And if you guys speak um Spanish, I'll let me know what's going on with that. But that's the whole thing about the monkey, that she called him, in, in her own language, which is very interesting.
12: Nancy's like, oh my God. Referring to a two-year-old black child as a monkey uh, has no place uh, in American politics today.
10: Pomona College political professor Sarah Sedwani saying it is flat out wrong.
12: Clearly, uh, our, our racist comments, um, there's no other way to... To look at that. Martinez
10: allegedly making the comments during a redistricting meeting with three other Latinos, LA Labor Federation President Ron Herrera, council members Kevin DeLeon and Gil Cedillo. The LA Times is also reporting that DeLeon referred to Bonin as a fourth black member of City Council. Cedillo is also heard on the excerpts posted on Knock LA speaking about Koreatown.
11: Yeah, that's called K-Town. That's, yes. that's, that's, I see a lot of little short,
0: dark people. Oh yeah, Puerto Oaxacan. Puerto Oaxacan Koreans. <laughs> see, so what I'm talking about right there. You know, short, dark people, Oaxacan Koreans, you see what I'm saying? So they, they, they're laughing about their fellow countrymen. But from what I read about, you know, Mexico and the and the culture, when they say the Oaxacan thing, it's like kind of a derogatory thing. It's like, look at those little short, black, dark people. We're we're better because we're, we're, we're more like white that's what I hear. It's like when you were a kid in school if you were black american you were here like african booty scratcher if you were dark skinned. That that kind of reminds me of that in my humble opinion, maybe I'm wrong, but all let me know. It's it seems a derogatory thing. It's not complimentary. You see what I'm saying?
13: Not even like Kevin, little
10: one. Although CBS2 Everybody has not independently confirmed the audio's authenticity, at least two other people heard on the recordings are not denying their validity. Councilman De Leon saying there were comments made in the context of this meeting that are wholly inappropriate, and I regret appearing to condone and even contribute to certain insensitive comments made about a colleague and his family in private. I've reached out to that colleague personally. And Council President Martinez saying, in a moment of intense frustration and anger, I let the situation get the best of me.
0: Frustration, anger, y'all were laughing, having a good time. That was a regular conversation. There wasn't no frustration or anger. If you were mad, I can't tell. You were having a good old time, y- yucking it up. You know, belly, belly, um, belly laughs in that conversation. And
10: I hold myself accountable for these comments. For that, I am sorry. Is uh, an apology enough at this point?
12: You know, she is the president of the LA City Council. She sets the standard for decorum of the entire city council. So I find it really problematic this this kind of language would come from her.
10: After that language was directed at his son, Councilman Bauman tonight saying, We are appalled, angry, and absolutely disgusted that Nuri Martinez attacked our son with horrific racist slurs. It's vile, abhorrent, and utterly disgraceful. The city council needs to remove her as council president immediately, and she needs to resign from
0: office. And here's one thing i got to say. It wouldn't be as bad if these were not Democrats, leftists who keep talking about how we're we're the racists over here on the right. Oh, Trump is a racist. Right? You know, they keep accusing us of being racist while they say they're the progressives and there's no racism there. But when you get in behind closed doors, they're the exact opposite of that. So it's like, come on, what's going on? This is this is called projection. One oh one. Should she resign?
12: You know, that is something that I think she's she's going to have to take up. But I I, uh,
0: and she did she did after this um, was recorded, she did, I
12: think, sir. There's no place for this in, in L.A. City politics.
10: Well, Professor Sadwani also points out the entire conversation was centered around redistricting in the city and shifting political lines while involving race. Neither Cedillo nor Herrera, by the way, have responded yet to
0: our request. So so there you have it. That That's the whole thing about um, LA City Council. And as a result, the president of the council first resigned as a president, but was still in the council. And now she's off the council completely. But Kevin DeLeon and everybody else was on. It, it was about four of them, four Hispanic people on the call. And they were all talking the same way. But she's the only one that actually quit. They should all quit, actually. But you know what? This is what I'm talking about. When people say this whole black and brown pride. They say that if you are a black person, the brown person is your ally naturally because they're brown. It's like, how? How, how does it make any sense? How, how are you my ally because you are a certain skin color? And that tells you right there, you're not your ally if you're a certain skin color. Take, take that little boy and get him beat up around the corner. Take, take him down to, to, the, to the hood, to the ghetto, and get him beat up by some grown people. That'll teach him right there, little monkey. Is, is that what I'm saying? You know, oh, I ain't going down a little to to the Oaxacans, those little dirty Mexicans, little dirty, short, dark skin Mexicans I ain't going down there. But then they get in front of the camera. Oh, Black Lives Matter. Hands up. Don't shoot. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. But on that tape, you said something about this and that. What about that? What about that tape, though? You said the other day. Oh, like, don't worry about that. I was just I was angry. I was frustrated. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Typical BS from the left. And you know what? I'm triggered because that kind of talk I see in my inbox all the time. Oh boy, the the, the leftists. Look, if you get a leftist behind the shooter anonymity, they're very, very, very racist. That's typical. That's that's not even. That's like every day, very racist. But I was told over there when I when I was on the left a long time ago, back when I was young and dumb, didn't know any better. When I was on the left, I was told that the right were the racist ones and they hated black people. Now that I'm over here, I understand their reality, okay? How, how about this, though? How about this? Why do you think there is a fight against school choice? Just take, take a guess. Why is there a fight against school choice from the left, mostly? Why? Because guess what? They don't want your little bad black kids going to their good white schools. Yes, that's the truth. That's, that's the reason. And there Ain't no other reason. That's it. They, they say, oh, because it's going to ruin the schools. Nah, it's, it's BS. Like, a lot of things they say on the left aren't real. It's just, it's not real. It's a lot of race-based factors going on. A lot lot of race-based stuff. It's weird. It's so weird. You know, you you see it when you get to kind of, excuse me, when you get kind of red-pilled or have the wool removed from your eyes, you get to see what's going on. Okay? And then when you have these white people moving to, like, these bad areas, black, Hispanic, brown, or whatever you want to say, neighborhoods, the purpose is to just... Get cheap um, land, cheap houses, and then change it. Now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but the the, the point I'm making is they're not going there for the cultural part of it. <laughs> they're not going there for that. They, they're going there because they want to make money. It's not because they, they want to be they, they want to get the culture the black community. they don't care nothing about that. they could they couldn't care less. They, they prefer you just leave when they come in. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wanting to prove your community. My, my point is that they're not there for the purpose of trying to be around the quote-unquote black community or Hispanics. They're there for money, which they should be, but they say it's something different other than what it is. Matter of fact, I got a, I got a good... um, It's a good TikTok video that I saw. Let me see if I can find it. I didn't watch it on TikTok. I watched it on... um. I watched it on Instagram. Hold on. Can we get some sound? Okay, here we go. Shout out to Art by Marcus Deshawn for reposting this on this story. And the caption, the caption here says, woke white person visits person of color home. Black person, any a, a non-white person. That term right there, I hate. POC. It's like bougie Jim Crow. It's like nouveau Jim Crow.
2: Wow, this house is like a museum. Oh, should I take my shoes off? Okay. Wow, oh, such a beautiful coaster. I know. Mhm. Mhm. Oh no! No! No!
0: is <laughs> it spicy but it's hilarious shout out shout out to whoever made that That that's exactly how they be that is hilarious shout, shout out to him yeah that's how they be though and it's just it's just so fake it's, at a certain point I just gotta laugh at it cause it's like man stop stop with all the nonsense stop trying to be phony just be real you know if we were just more honest with each other and more real it'd be a much better place it'd be a much better place I guarantee I I I I, I guarantee to you. But we got a few more topics on deck I'm going to get to. Shout out to Nuri Martinez, the um, now former city council president, now former city council member. Who are they going to have to replace her? Another racist uh, Mexican person? But anyway, I'm not saying they're all racist, but there are racist people in every particular race. There's no monopoly on racism, which is, is a thing that has been tried, it's, it's been pushed in our modern culture that there's a monopoly on racism as if you can't have a racist white person, racist, black person, racist, Hispanic, racist, Asian, whatever. Anybody can do that. There's no monopoly on it, but I'll move on. All right. And let's keep on rocking. What's my next topic here that I wanted to get to. Um, Alex Jones. Oh man, Alex Jones. Have you guys seen what happened to Alex Jones? So defamation trial for Sandy hook has concluded and there's a verdict now you gotta pay nine hundred and sixty-five million dollars and damages, almost one billion dollars in damages to the victims. Now come on. Come on. I understand that people were upset and all this and that. All right, whatever. Um, but come on, a billion dollars? Be for real, you can you can kill somebody in cold blood. For money, you can you can contract hit somebody, and not pay anywhere near this kind of money and damages. Alex Jones may have a lot of money. Does he have a billion dollars in liquid cash to 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 give to anybody? Look, look. I mean, this 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 is called bullying. This is called bullying. I don't care. People could say that he was wrong for whatever he said. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But we all have things that we say that aren't right. Things that we say that could be a lie. He he ain't the first person to lie or nothing like that. You know, it's it's just not even really a thing. This is because he's a political enemy. This is this is a kangaroo court. This is a mockery of the whole system. It's a mockery. A billion dollars for defamation. Did anybody get hurt? Did he actually? Did he? Did he? Did he shoot somebody? Did he kill somebody? I mean, this is crazy. The reason why they're doing it is because. He's Alex Jones, and he is a a voice that they don't want to have out there in the public. This is part of the whole cancel culture thing. Because remember, he was one of the first guys, if not the first guy, that got wiped from the Internet, or at least wiped from a lot of the Internet's services. Uh, The payment processors, social media platforms, website hosting, everything. They wiped him, And they, they, they did it to Andrew Tate as well. It did it to Andrew Tate, did it to Alex Jones. Like, imagine waking up one day and your credit card don't work. Uh, your, your your phone is not working because you can't get service anymore. They're not going to service your contract. They're not going to give you a contract on your cell phone. Imagine all these things simply stop working because you have unpopular opinions. You can actually kill somebody and have more benefits and freedom than that. You, you could kill somebody. You, you could be a whole serial killer, go to jail, free hots in the car, Free room and board. Uh, you got inmates. and they got they got computers. They got cell phones. I saw. Remember that rapper Pop Smoke who got killed in Los Angeles in the Hollywood Hills by some guys. The guys that are in jail for his murder were in the picture in jail. So there's a cell phone or something. They took a picture of them. These guys are eating pizza, Pizza Hut pizza in their cell. They, they showed a box of it and everything. So you can have cell phones, computer, pizza, pizza, drugs, whatever you want in prison. And you might not be there for a long time. You can kill somebody and get out in five years. But if you say some things that are unpopular or might even be false, you got to pay a billion dollars. Come on. It's a, this is a way to he, he was an example to anybody that may want to do a thing that's similar to him. Hey, you, um, you guys out there, you right wing conspiracy theorists, you shock jocks. You alternative news media platforms. Yeah, you guys, this is a message to you. We're going to use our power to silence you. And if you don't abide uh, by our wishes, well, check this out. You're going to be ruined financially. You're going to be ruined personally. Your, your kids are going to be turned away from you. You won't have no more marriage. It, it, it's crazy. This this is the whole thing with Alex Jones. That's, that's what's going on here. So I can't, I don't really have a lot of words for what happened. So let me see if I can read some of this. Um, So the verdict is second biggest, is second big judgment against the Infowars host for his prayer in the myth that the deadliest school shooting in U.S. history never happened. Why is that a thing that you can't say, though? You can't have an opinion. Even if it's incorrect, factually, you can't have an opinion. One thing about opinions is that they're not, they're neither right or wrong. It's just your opinion. Why can't I say that on the radio show? Freedom of speech, you know, freedom of speech prevents you from getting locked up for saying things that are unpopular or even untrue. But you see, there's kind of a loophole in that. You can't go to the penitentiary for saying things like this. Like, they cannot lock Alex Jones up for this. However, they can punish him a different way. They're still, there's still a punishment. Although it's not going to the penitentiary, it's still as severe as penitentiary because it ruins you financially to the point where you can't do anything else with your life. So you, you might as well be in jail, but you just, I don't know, man, I can't even really put it into word. You, you might, you may as well, you, you're in jail with invisible bars when you have this kind of judgment against you. Now, my question is, how are they going to be able to collect it? Are they going to be able to um, garnish your wages, bank account, credit cards, I mean, how how are they going to be able to collect on this? Because look, if, I, if I'm Alex Jones, I'm not paying one red cent. You hear me? I'm not paying one red cent. Take me to Gitmo, build little rocks, whatever you got to do. I'm not paying. Garnish what? I don't own a house. I, I live I live on a I live on a um on a, on a park bench somewhere in somewhere of the USA. You don't you don't know where I live. Matter of fact, I'm going to I, I'm a, I'm gonna flee to Ireland. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna be in Ireland somewhere. Um you know, in the bog, uh, catching fish. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm not, matter of fact, I'm going to be in some kind of random country. You're not going to know where I am and I'll just be over there chilling. I got Bitcoin and Ethereum and whatnot. I got my assets over there. I'm going to just bounce. I'm not paying, I'm not paying nothing. No, not at all. So this is crazy. Oh, he he will, he will appeal. He, He has to appeal because the verdict is just over the top. It's prosecutorial. I don't know if it's um prosecutorial misconduct. It's just the 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 verdict is just not fair. I I most certainly appeal for sure, for sure. Ain't no way I'm paying that. I mean, really, if it's me, I'm I'm bouncing. I'm leaving. Okay, I'm gonna have a whole face mask on, a fake passport, and all that. I I'm, I'll be. Psh, I'm gonna get a height reduction. <laughs> you ain't gonna know who I am. Who is this five foot six dude? That look like you know El Barbs. I'm gonna have skin lightening. I'm gonna have hair extensions. Like I got a bald head now. I'll be on there with a whole Milli Vanilli. Okay, um, dreadlocks. You ain't gonna know who I am. I'm gonna be out of the whole country. Where's ABL man? He left. He went somewhere. I don't know where he's at, man. He he he. I, I see. I got. He sent me a picture. All I see is trees and 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 leaves and random animals. I'm not paying nothing. But again, this is just an example that they're trying to set because they don't want anyone to do what he did. They don't want anyone to have an alternative voice. A lot of people, their their first, um, they're, they're kind of the gateway into the political red pill was Alex Jones. A lot of guys have kind of followed that format and have done very well. And if he's able to replicate it over and over and over again, they can't control it. So then, it becomes a problem that they want to just nip in the bud. So henceforth, that big judgment against them. It's a it's a message. It's all it is. Like I said, you could you could kill somebody and get benefits. Basically, you, you, could, you could kill somebody and get king treatment. Okay, king treatment. Three hots, a cat, um, Domino's pizza, cell phone, computers, letters visits, phone calls, all that good stuff. It's crazy. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, I I I'm I'm in the bog with the guns. Matter of fact, I, that's 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 where the guns are at in the bog somewhere. You ain't going to know where it's at. But that's that's where I'd be. For sure. <clears throat> uh yeah, the the nose job, I'm getting Michael I'm getting Michael Jackson the Michael, Michael Jackson treatment. I I I'll go from I, I go from um from from black to white overnight, you ain't gonna know who I am. But yeah, like I say, I'm not necessarily saying that he's a hundred percent how can I say? I'm not saying I agree for everything he says, but I don't gotta agree with everything he says. I may not agree with everything he says, but that doesn't mean you get locked up because I disagree with with some things that he says. I agree with some things that he said that they don't agree with. But regardless of how I feel, my feelings are irrelevant when it comes to someone's freedom being taken away from them. That shouldn't be going on. All right. But that gets everything. All right. Oh, and oh, I want to say this part. If he's reporting fake news, like somebody was saying, if he's, if he's reporting fake news, and that's why he had the judgment against him. How about the mainstream media when they report fake news? How about this whole thing with the vaccine? When they said, hey, it's, if you get the vaccine, you won't get the virus. That's a lie. If you get the vaccine, you can't spread it. That was a provable lie because they didn't even have that testing to say that. There was no there was no basis for that statement. There was zero basis for that statement. It wasn't even tested for that. It wasn't even the purpose of the vi- the vaccine. The point was to reduce symptoms and it didn't even really do that for real. Okay. If you had lower symptoms, it's because you had probably a better immune system than most. And it's because of herd immunity. Like we said from the beginning. So it didn't do, what it said it was going to do. It was just, it was a, it was a, a bold faced lie. Now, will any of those people face any kind of consequences for what they said and for what they did? I don't think so. I think it's not. But anyway, I digress. Um, I've not seen that a documentary for Kenneth Owens. I've not seen a documentary yet. Is it out today? I've not seen it. I think I'll watch the documentary and then I will maybe do a review on it, but I've not seen a documentary yet. A lot of what she's going to say in that film I reported on. I'm not saying she took what I did. I'm just saying a lot of what she's talking about. I've reported on as far as black lives matter being a scam. Um, Matter of fact, let me see if I can find that uh, the documentary, Kenneth Owens says. So, here it is. I'm going to just um, play the clip from, well, I'll, I'll play the trailer for you guys right quick. I think it's released today. There's a premiere right now in Nashville, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't know about it until just today. But the documentary, I've seen this preview already. I'll play it for you guys right quick, and then i move to the next topic. Well, I'll move to Super Chats, and then i get to the calls. Okay, can we play it or not? Nah? All right, Deadly Wire, let's, let's tighten up. Okay, we got a little freeze going on. Okay, let's try that one more time. Let's try that one more time. <laughs>
1: So Black Lives Matter released their 990 IRS filings. They collected 80 million dollars. Where is that money?
10: It's not here. Everything looks worse than it was.
1: Where have you seen that money impacted throughout the city? So my producer just sent me a link. It is just shocking to me because of how much money was raised to think that where he lived, the bills weren't being covered. Super frustrating, but that's a dead end, so. And here's where it gets really interesting. Uh Ready for some BLM pride? Another 200K went to escorts, BDSM workers, strippers, peep show workers, phone sex operators, and webcam performers. And then at that moment, it became personal and I thought, Not only am I going to say the truth, (laughs) I am going to scream the truth louder than you can scream the lies. That's incredible that the majority of the world hasn't
0: seen this. So yeah, subscribe to Daily Wire as a paid member on Daily Wire, and you'll be able to get access to that. So yeah, um... (laughs) That's, that's, that's pretty crazy. um, 200 grand on hookers, 200 grand on, 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 on peep show workers, a peep show. What, what, what in the Pee Wee Herman? What in the 1987? What in the um, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer is going on there? A peep show workers. I mean, you know what? I got to see that thing. But again, go to Wire, um, com. And sign up for the membership. I think it's a paid membership. And you can watch it there on their website. And it's released today, which is um, the 12th. October the 12th, 2022. All right. Now, Super Chat's on deck. And then i get to the calls. The number of the call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Uh, I'll get to the calls in just a moment. Y'all please hang tight. And now I'll we'll get right on it because favorite dose right quick. I got to make sure I keep everything favorite it, Cause I'm going to do some videos tomorrow. I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to watch the documentary maybe tonight. If I got a little bit of time and then I'll do, I'll do a review tomorrow. That's probably what what's going on. All right. <laughs> like a, a peep show. Like, come on PB Herman. Like don't, don't get caught with your pants down on the, in the theater. But anyway, I don't want to get x-rated. Okay. Thank you to Apple who says last two live streams. Effort Ranger Xbox has been radio silent. You okay, Ranger? ABL family sends out prayers for you, buddy. Here's open all as well. Thank you to while Apple also says while Russia launches nukes, will lives regret Biden. Also, God bless J6 Maga Patriots and DC. Jeff Solitary. Um, also, please pray and donate to help J6 family. So sad. And pro life raise FBI help kids at gun held kids at gunpoint. Shame. Um, Deep state. Feds are gonna be judged by Jesus. Repent. ABL. Be best Danny Glover film. Predator Two. Witness. Um, I cannot say I'm a Danny Glover fan. Like I'm not going to be like, you know what? I want to go see a Danny Glover movie. So I don't really know what he's actually had out there. And you know how I gotta do? I gotta now. I gotta now. I gotta Google it to see what um he's been in. And you know what's funny? People. I. I um. I just Googled Danny Glover and Donald Glover came up. <laughs> so, I guess if you kind of from the younger generation, you would think about Donald Glover, like Chatters Gambino um, and Atlanta, the TV series. But I'm, I remember Danny Glover from Riggs. I remember that. I remember Color Purple and all that kind of good stuff from like the 80s. When I was like a little kid, I would watch that like in the early 90s. But yeah, I don't really know about Danny Glover. That's kind of a random one. He's not really a guy that stars in movies, really. Not anytime recently. Like I said, Lethal Weapon, um, Predator, Color Purple, the 80s. That was his era, late 80s. But the most famous line, Ricks. That's all I really remember from Danny Glover back in the day. And then Color Purple. Also, ABO favorite: berry, straw, blue, <laughs> black, ras, crayon, strawberry. You go, you go with strawberries. Also, ABO scale of one to ten. How much do you like rain? <laughs> um, well, I don't, I don't really know. Scale of one to ten. I would just say that rain is needed. Like, I like rain when it rains for my grass, so I don't gotta water it because I don't have the um, I don't have a sprinkler system that's set up like an automated thing. I'm about to get one, really. If they can just do it without damaging my my front my front lawn, if they can if they can install a system without damaging my grass and trying to put sod down again, then I will get one of those. But yeah, I like rain a lot when it rains, so I don't gotta water my grass. Um, also, Patrice Killer spent one million on reno, renovation of the mansion. Yeah, heard about that. So she renovated the backyard. Um, I didn't know she spent a million dollars on it. So here's something from New York post. So the, the, the home cost 1.4 million, but the renovation said, they said it spent thousands spent about over, over $10,000, but I'm not really sure how many, but the actual house cost 1.4, but that wasn't, she didn't spend that much money on the renovation. So I think I'm a, i am um, I might do a video on that, but she also put a $35,000 fence around her property. So those that say that they're against border walls and border walls are racist love walls for themselves. They love very expensive fences. You spending $35,000 on the fence. It seems pretty high tech and secure, huh? You got a fence with a gate and cameras and everything else to protect your property. But when we say we want that for the entire country, then we're racist. Funny how that works. You live far away in a place. You got to have access to by gate. Like if there's a gate on the whole community up there. And then to get to her home, there's a gate around that. So you're in the gate, inside of a gate, but having the wall on the border of the, the U.S. Mexico is racist. Okay. Also, Apple says, "How rich you think you'd be, ABL, if you were in BLM? Oh, if I was in BLM, or if I was a leftist and I was doing what I do now by being active and being outspoken, I'd be, I'd be Steve Jobs. <laughs> I'd be Elon Musk. I'd be trying to buy Twitter right now." Seriously, like like I said, Black Lives Matter and BLM type organizations raised 10 billion dollars after after George Floyd died. 10 billion US dollars after George Floyd died. Not only BLM but BLM type stuff. Like guys are putting up fake Facebook pages and getting $300,000 overnight. Just the money was flowing like it was nothing. Yeah, people say you wouldn't be a grifter if you're a black conservative, please. This is just I'm just being myself. I can't be nobody else. I'm not, I'm not a Hollywood actor. If I was a great actor like this, i go to Hollywood and just do that. Okay, I'd be Danny Glover myself. I'm talking about some rigs, I, I, I'd be that myself if I was that good of an actor. But anyway, um, Apple also says, Carlos, turn off your live stream in the background, please. Also, still predicting the red wave on November the 8th, ABL. Hope so. I do. Uh, thank you to Apple again who says, Trump should sue all upper media for Russia hoax, for sure. Uh, Michael Critchlow says, please play the Project Veritas video of Katie Hobbs running running from RC Maxwell, spilling their drink and running in the bathroom. (laughs) Hold on, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, shout shout out to my man RC Maxwell. Good dude, met him a few times. Really, really good person. Let me see if I can find that video right quick. That was funny though. I saw that on Brandon Tatum. He he played that first part of it where she spilled the drink. That was hilarious. Let me see if I can find the actual. the the clip right quick. All right. Okay, it was a Katie Hobbs. Come on, let's let's find Katie Hobbs. All right, here we go. Let's let's check it out. <laughs> but that was funny though. She was legit scared. split the drink and everything. Her her diet coat all over the place. Hold on, one second for you guys. Let me get this up. They're now both currently hiding in bathrooms. Oh my god! They say, oh my god. <laughs> watch, watch, check, check it out. Oh no,
7: I didn't mean to scare you there. R. C. Maxwell Project Veritas Action.
14: I just wanted to ask a brief question about the that you made. Shut up. Are you going to clean that up or just leave that here for the business? I just wanted to ask. This- about comment you made on undercover footage regarding having a disdain
7: for discussing politics now. Do you recall that, Senator Combs? You kind of talked about how you don't like to discuss policy, you don't like to debate. Just wanted to know if that is informing your decision.
12: I'm like, I don't
7: want to talk to you. I don't want
5: to talk politics to anyone who I don't know. You've been caught on camera discussing or disdain for policy. She's going inside of a restroom, she's ran. <laughs>
0: the the bathroom note, really? Is that what we're gonna do? If you get elected, it, it, you're gonna you're gonna go in the bathroom when it's a tough question or something like that going on. She doesn't want to discuss policy with me. I would love nothing more than the opportunity
6: to
4: have a substantial
6: conversation
0: about it. Wow, that's funny. I might I might have to do a video about that to to you know explore a little bit further. That is funny. Shout out to RC Maxwell again. That was hilarious. <laughs> Spilled the drink, ran in the bathroom with the with the food. And my thing is, are you going to eat the food? You, how are you going to go into the bathroom with the food? Uh, okay, if I if I got a Whataburger or whatever, I'm not going to the restroom with the food because I don't know who's been in there banging needles or whatever, doodling on the ground. I don't want my food to have the the bathroom stuff, the bathroom bacteria kind of mixed up in it. That's not very Sanitary, right? But anyway, right, right, yeah. If if I identify as female, I can go. I can go in the bathroom with her, huh? Yeah, I identify as woman. You go in the bathroom, with you, do an interview. Okay, <laughs> let let's keep on rocking here. Um. Um. Hollabroder one says, "I was waiting for that priest to burst into flames." It, yeah, exactly. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you to Mallory Foster who says, "ABL wave." What's your opinion on why they are still mandating the jab for healthy people? When we found out such things as yesterday, a Pfizer executive stating it was never tested on preventive transmission, uh, ridiculous bureaucracy. People that are scared still. That's why you still see mask wearing voluntarily because it's because of fear. That's all, and people that want to get sued and things of that nature. It's just a bunch of just a bunch of crap that was started by the government and the mainstream media. That companies are now still following. Thank you to Aaron Bethay who says, Woke pastors are likely to, serve, to have severe punishment on a day of the Lord. Matthew 8, 18.6, 18, 6, pardon me, and 2 Peter chapter 2. Thank you to Ethnic Conservative, who says, ABL 2024. Thank you to Kaius Posthumus who says, The former Trump administration once warred with the cartels. Um, also, Virginia follow Newsom on the pork and energy tax. Uh, thank you to Debt Machine Company, who says, They may of impersonating California billionaire to steal $11 million side, master security lockup, bought $4 million mansion, $4 million house in Atlanta, check your email, will do. Michael Guest says, when will Democrats ever learn at any time individuals can monitor their private, behind-closed-doors conversations? That's right. Uh, Kai's Poshman says, Jones' ruling puts every commenter, you, at risk. Exactly. Thank you to Santo Bartes, who says, AJ told to pay $1 billion for speaking words. Epstein's client list still walking free. Victims of their crimes can't even civilly sue because who would consider what happened to Epstein in jail? Exactly. That could to Tam who says, what do you think of PayPal's policy update now? Finding people 2,500 for misinformation. That's not true. That was, that was put out there, but they rescinded it. Like, I'm not sure if it leaked or what, but that was put out there. And then they said, no, we're not going to do that. Something, it came out accidentally. It was a draft. I think what happened was they put it out there to test, to see if there was going to be a big backlash. or there's going to be support or what. But then when they saw a lack of support, accounts being closed left and right, then they said, okay, we're not going to do the 2,500 thing for misinformation. So that's not, that, that, that didn't happen actually, but it probably was going to. They get to Nick Corio who says, hey, do you watch the MLB? If so, are you a Braves fan or do you not really care? Also, can you do the chat voice? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, man. I know I'm a Braves fan. I live right here, not close, not far from Atlanta. I, I'm I'm a Braves fan by far. Like I would go to a Braves game. I've been to the Battery, of course, down in Atlanta, but I can't really say I follow the Braves that that much. I'm a basketball guy, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq Diesel. Yeah, basketball though. But bas- basketball is what I, that's that's my that's my passion. Oh, I love it! Yeah, yeah. I, I play basketball sometimes. Um, watch basketball playoff time. Forget about it. I've been to a few pro games. I'm gonna go this year as well. I am going to go to a Warriors game. I wanna go to a Hawks game, of course. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see some of the best teams, and I want courtside seats. Just I wanna do it one time. I don't know how. I'm a, who. Who I gotta um. Who I got to talk to at BLM to give me some courtside seats? I would like, look, Patrice Cullers, I know you got that money. Can I get some courtside seats at the LA Lakers game? You got it. You got a mansion worth $6 million and then one worth one point four. You live in a $1.4 million mansion. Let me get courtside Lakers tickets. I get to see LeBron James in this last year probably before his boy coming into the league. Let me do that. I love it. But anyway, I digress. FRANGE Xbox says DC FBI building explosions. I've not heard about that. Is there something happening right now? Is it breaking news? I don't know anything about it. But let's go ahead and get to the calls. The number to call is 434 658 1220. Again, 434 658 1220. Also, if you like basketball, watch the Redeem Team documentary on Netflix. It's very good. Very good documentary about how. Um, Team USA lost in the Olympics in, in basketball in 2004 after never losing. I think they lost one time in 1972, but they got cheated. They lost against Russia. Like Doug Collins made two free throws and won the game, basically. Then they came back and said, oh, they're still, you they took us on the shot clock. It was crazy. The game was already over with. They're celebrating. And then they said, nah, we still got more time on the shot clock. And then the Russians were able to score and win after that. It was crazy. But, yeah, they lost for the first time in 2004, and they came back in 08 to win. So that was a good um, a good documentary. And one thing I got from the documentary was how bad of a coach Larry Brown was. Larry Brown sucked. He was he was terrible. Okay, he, he was real bad. 88 lost as well. Well, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Um, hold on. Eric R says, ABL, do you think colleges would ever let students go back to school instead of just online? I mean, it depends on where you go because I know kids are going to school. Kids are in college. It depends on where you live. Are you, are you living in left coast, California? I mean, I guess it depends on where you're going to school. Not all colleges are going to be um, online only. I see kids going to college right now on campus. So it just depends really. So yeah, shout out to Doug Collins. Shout out to you guys watching. Um, Let's get to the call. the number to call 434-658- 1220. Again, 434-658- 1220. There's also an email for Skype in the description box. If it doesn't work right, it's not my fault. You know who to blame. Blame the white man because I have no responsibility there. All righty. And we're going to go ahead and get rocking and rolling. Let me get everything set up properly. And we're gonna do it just like that. All right. Nine one eight. You're gonna learn who I'm speaker to.
15: Hey, what's up, ABL? It's JB Scotchman, Oklahoma. How you doing, buddy?
0: It's all good, man. What's happening?
15: Hey, not a lot. A yeah, great show as always. Great topics. Um, really glad Tulsi Gabbard you know, finally dump the Democrat Party, which I had a feeling she was going to do eventually. Cause she's like, she's logical. You know, I mean, she seems like a really intelligent woman. So that was cool. Um, and you're, the way you're going to, like if you were talking about Alex Jones earlier about leaving the country, your escape plan Cracked me up,
4: dude.
15: <laughs> I'm going to that bug, man. <laughs> yeah, all of
4: that.
11: <laughs> yeah. That
15: was funny stuff. But there was one thing I wanted to tell you, and I'll keep this short. You know, I mean, I love your shows. And I go back and I watch, like, older episodes, you know, quite a bit. And there was one... I got it here from September 17th, you know, so about a month ago. Okay. The topic was uh, migrants, vineyard, Don Lemon canceled, Kanye versus Gap. And I clicked on it and I've seen something that I've never saw before. I get a, a black screen before the video plays It says the following content has been identified by the YouTube community as inappropriate or offensive to some audiences.
0: Oh, yeah, I I saw that. I I, I think what happened was um, I was playing some video that they said was was. Oh, I know what happened. I think it was a fight video or might have been that that um, that, the hatchet man. Remember that the hatchet guy from New York City?
16: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I played that. I think they, they gave me an age gate on that and also the original video that I did on that subject. So, yeah, that's what happened with that, if I'm not mistaken.
15: Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I still watch it. It says, you can click, it says, I understand in which to proceed. I mean, I was just, well, that's just stupid. I mean, come on, YouTube. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I'm gonna say tonight. Um, yeah, I'll just say, yeah, I'll sit back in and watch and enjoy the rest of the show and love you, man. Love all the people on the chat and the callers. and you know, have a good night, buddy.
0: Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you.
15: All right, later, dude.
0: All right, great call. And speaking of Hatchet Man, X Man, he got arrested again. Again. Let me see if I can find the the clip right quick. I'll give me a second. So yeah, here it is. All right. Bronx man who smashed up Manhattan and McDonald's with axe is busted again. So that's him right there. Um, What happened was in in a new case, he had done something. Let me see if I can find. Oh, he was spraying graffiti. Like who's spraying graffiti in 2022? He was spraying graffiti and got caught. And then when he was about to get arrested by the cops, he stole somebody's bike. Like a super expensive bicycle, like a three- Thousand five hundred dollar bicycle. He sold a bike and got on a bike and ran away from the police. So a high pedal chase. I'm not really sure what happened, but yeah. So he got arrested again after that because obviously you're not going to be able to outrun no cops on no bike. But he was released yet again. This this is New York City. So when Eric Adams says we have a certain brand, we have a brand. Okay, what's the brand? People just doing whatever they want to do. Spraying graffiti, smashing up McDonald's, and just getting, uh, released, no bail or nothing like that. <laughs> but spraying graffiti, like what in the, uh, breaking, um, nineteen eighty four. I mean, hip hop music video is is going on there. are you on the line? Nine five six. Who am I speaking to? This is Jim. All right, man. What's going on?
17: Yeah. I just wanted to touch on Chelsea Gabbard for a moment. Um, I know she's been on the news here lately, uh, switching parties or maybe not picking a party, but obviously moving away from the Democrats. I think, uh, if you go and Google World economic forum alumni and she happens to be one of them. Yep. Um, I just find it odd that people are thinking that somehow, uh, a lot of these figures in power, which are playing both sides of us, um, uh, really aren't who they say they are. They just uh, seem to be putting on a show, I guess. I'm not really sure.
0: Well, the thing about Tulsi Gabbard is that she's not conservative. She's always been on the left. I think she's just leaving the Democratic Party, but she did not say where she's going. She'll probably go be independent and not Republican.
17: Yeah, I kind of I feel the same way. I, just, uh, I hope people realize that there's more going on here than meets the eye. You know, anybody that's tied to the World Economic Forum are tied to the globalists, which obviously don't have the uh, best interests of our country at heart, I guess would be the best way to put it. So I won't keep you any longer. I just thought I
0: would mention that. Right on, man. Thank you for your call. I appreciate you. Take care. All right, now. All right. Shout out to the caller. Let's go to my next call here. Four two four online. Who am I speaking to?
5: This is Dave in Los Angeles, better known as Zuma Dog, and Los Angeles is on the map today, isn't it? It, it sure is. Now, I just tuned in, so I didn't hear you. I guess you covered it, uh, the LA City Council, right? Yes. Well, I have some details. Um, I, I've been a, you know what a gadfly is? I've been a City Council gadfly since 2006. I've run for mayor of Los Angeles. I've exposed more corruption than anybody in history, they tell me. So I'm a living legend in the city of Los Angeles. I know Nuri Martinez, Kevin DeLeon, Gil Cedilla, these low-life scumbags. You know, the Democrats always say the Republicans are racist. Well, the truth has come out, hasn't it? Some of the things they said, did you cover the fact that Nuri
0: Martinez called Mike Bonin the white guy, he's got the black adopted son, Did you you mention what she called them? Yeah, uh, a monkey, basically, in her her language.
5: Yeah, a little monkey. (laughs) I mean, oh my, but then not only that, but then she attacked the white people. She said, oh, he's raising his kid like a white person. Yep. Like, I guess that's bad if you raise somebody like a white person. She said the Jews, oh, the Jews, they're gonna screw everybody. The Armenians, oh, I bet his name ends with an I-A-N, and even the native Hispanics, you know, boy, they've taken over Koreatown, all those short, dark people. So, I mean, these are just sick, vile people. And you know what really makes me sick, Anthony? They're career politicians. There's something here in California. It's called the Mexican Mafia. It's something that's very real. Have you heard of that? Yes, I have. Yeah, well, they run the state. Uh, And so these people bounce around from the school district then their assembly, then they're, you know, in the legislature and then they're in the city council. And yeah, because they got the Mexican mafia backing them. And this Nuri Martinez, first of all, when you hear her talk, she's the dumbest sounding person I've ever heard. The first time I heard her speak, it's like, how is she an elected official? She talks like a dumb first grader (laughs) and then they make her council president. First Latina council president. I'm an inspiration to all Latina women. Yeah, because the Mexican mafia put you in charge. Okay, so so it's a total disgrace. And, um, you know, of course, you can imagine it's on all the talk radio around the clock. I've never seen a situation of the local council where Joe Biden, where the president of the United States weighs in. He said they needed to resign. Um, it was basically uh, hundreds of people showed up at council the day and were making such a ruckus they had a council cancel the council meeting and so that was basically the end when well, you can't do city business because of the disruption but here's what's interesting the council president allowed the disruption on purpose bro so that they can then say look you better step down we can't do city business cuz i've attended hundreds of these council meetings And if there's a disruption, they have the Los Angeles Police Department clear the chamber and put everybody outside. Hey, you're being disruptive. You have to go outside. So he could have easily done that. He allowed it to happen, which is good theatrics on his part. I know I'm trying to get it all in here. But what um, what really this is about, of course, everybody focuses on the racist comments, which, by the way, is interesting because the room was bugged. You know, how did these comments come out? oh my gosh it was from last year imagine the surprise when this came out two days ago right when there's elections coming up and like they must have been like what the f you know the somebody had the room bugged so everybody in city hall's panicking now what else do they have on tape because first they put out the part about that she called the black kid a, a monkey then they didn't resign so then, it came out about about the Jews and the Armenians. Like mm. they put a second wave out there, and uh, what this is really about, it was during a redistricting meeting. You know about redistricting when there's the maps and they divide up the the, the city. As to every city and state does it, they divide it up as to you know how the districts are going to be drawn, and then the council members preside over that area. Well, those three Latinos got together with the union head just try to screw the black community to try to like make it. So they have the weakest amount of power, you know, and then they get pushed out. So this is really, you know, that's the worst part. That's the worst
0: part of it. So that's it. You got any questions for me, bro? Pretty much everything laid out pretty much um, perfectly. I don't have much to ask or to add. So I, I think it's really interesting how it's all coming out. Now, like you said, the main thing would be, What are they going to come up with next? I didn't even see the thing about the the Jews and the Armenians. So it's probably going to be a slow drip until maybe some other guys get. Oh, here's a question. I wonder why Kevin DeLeon and these other guys did not have to resign or get fired after they got caught on tape saying some things with Nuri Martinez.
5: You know what? It just shows the stubbornness and selfishness because they didn't break the law. You know, if you want to call a black kid a monkey and if you want to say the Jews are going to screw everybody, and if you want to say, I guess his name ends in IAN, <clears throat> that's not breaking the law. It's not taking a bribe. You know, yeah. they cannot be forced to step down. But there is nobody. <clears throat> they're just being selfish because they make $200,000 a year. Plus the slush fund, plus the perks, you know, plus you get to be king of your fight and you know, I know that Kevin, I know Kevin De León, and he is backed by the Mexican Mafia. And they're probably thinking, gee, we can sit this out; it'll blow over." But no, 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 this is not going to blow over. So really, once you have the president of the United States, the mayor, there's a mayor race coming up, and both candidates, you know, you got the senator nobody is supporting them to stay. Nobody's saying like, well, you know, they get a lot of times they're, well, gee, they apologize. They do a lot of good, you know, let them say no, they have nobody standing up for them. So it's strictly out of selfishness and stubbornness and ABL. I'm here to tell you with great certainty, they're going to be stepping down probably before Friday's council meeting. There's no way they did the pressure. There's no way they can endure this. The people that are showing up by the hundreds in the city council chambers to shut the meeting down today. Well, they're going to be back on Friday. They're professional gadflies. They're basically people without jobs and homeless. And, you know, they're, they're the, the Occupy LA crowd. They're like the, the rabble rousers. They can go there every day. So I guarantee you they are going to step down and they're just like not
0: wanting to admit it at this point. Wow, man. Well, thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, ABL. Wow, very, very good call. I didn't even hear that about the Armenians and the Jews and whatnot. See, that's that's the, that, that got it right there because remember, first, all that Nuri Martinez did was just step down as a president. She did not resign from the city council. She was still on the council, just not as a president. And then when the second audio came out about the Armenians and the Jews, oh, no, now I got to quit all the way. <laughs> now I got to quit all the way. You know, Kanye kind of said some things about Jews and some other kind of people and all of a sudden now his bank is gone. Like they revoked his bank account. I think he has a JP Morgan Chase account and then they took it away. Anyway. Five eight five and online, who am I speaking to? This is James. All righty, what's happening? How you doing? Everything's all good, man. Can't complain. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you, sir. All righty, what's going on? Uh, nothing. Just had a couple of questions for ABL. Well, you're live right now. This is me talking to you. Hello. Yes. Okay. Now, if you have the stream on in the background, just turn that off for me, right quick. I'm I'm ABL right now. You're talking to me, so you can you can go to ask your You know, ask ask your question. I'm right here. How you doing, bro? It's all good, boss. Can't complain.
5: Um. What 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 is your thoughts on, on uh with easy and everything with questioning uh you know the whole uh his whole thing questioning, you know Jewish elites and stuff like that. Do you think um you know, do you think uh you know, this this is something that should be like untouchable or, or or something like that? Why why should one group have some like in preference just because like most most of the people he's questioning is is more or less people that's not everyday people. You know what I'm saying? Whether whether Jewish or, or, or whoever do you, do you think you know th- th- this should not be being scathed or Put, put in the way that that it's being projected as anti
0: Semitic and all this these type of things. Well I'm not sure I'm not sure what the actual what what he said. Like I know some things about Jews that he said, but I don't know exactly what he said. But to answer the general question, I mean if you're gonna talk about certain groups, it shouldn't be any groups of soft limit. You can talk about anybody. That that should be the way it is. But I don't know exactly what he said. It was something about I, I don't know exactly what the words were. But just just in general, speaking about groups, it shouldn't be off limits.
5: Right, right. But but I think, you know, I mean, you should you should be able to sort of talk about, you know, anyone. But I mean, it seems to be
3: more of a pressure from. People in power and, uh, you know, an everyday person mentality is what it's seeming like.
0: Say say, say it one more time. Say it one more time for me. It's saying, like,
5: more or less, you know, this is coming. It it seemed like he's getting pressure from the top, from people in power, and not, you know, your everyday people. Oh, of course. Because he called.
0: Nah, because he's Kanye Kanye West. That's the the problem. Like, even if it wasn't about the Jews, it's been about other things as well. Just like the whole thing with Trump. They were telling them, you know, don't support Trump. It wasn't just Normie saying it, it was people that were at the very top saying the same thing. So. When you go outside of what they want you to do, meaning those that are at the top, then you're going to get pressure from the top. And even those that are around you, they will try to pressure you as well. Just like we were saying in the actual interview about the whole Trump thing, or not even about Trump, about the vaccine. He was talking about how the Clintons were trying to talk to Kim and pressure him to say a certain thing about the vaccine and whatnot. You see what I'm saying? Because once you're kind of like beyond their control, They want to try to reestablish some kind of control. They want to have that type of power over you about different things, not just the whole thing about the Jews, but also about other stuff.
5: Right. So, I mean, they're basically trying to get you into like a surf mentality. I mean, the way I look at it, we're sort of getting into a pseudo feudalism, you know, if you want to, you know, call it that, because you know, where, where is, you know, some of the political
3: part, uh, power going, it's not going to the people or anything like that. It's just, you know, a a transfer of power to
0: power from one, one time to the next. Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yep. Thanks. All right. Shout out to the caller. Let's go to Nine zero three. 0 3 you don't know who I'm speaking to.
3: Hey, ABL, this is Marshall Burns from Waco, Texas. Doing okay tonight?
0: Everything's great, man. How about yourself? <laughs>
3: oh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, I, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. Uh, how incredibly unsurprised are you that the Vokasha Wisconsin Christmas parade massacre is getting so little coverage with their trial, especially compared to uh, the, uh, uh, what's the kid's name? Well, you know what
0: I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about um, Kyle Rittenhouse.
3: There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big difference,
0: huh? Oh, huge difference. Huge difference. I mean, from, from the beginning, because from the beginning, they were talking about, oh, a car ran through the crowd. Like, a car? Like, what, was the car autonomous? Did it just, what, was it, a, was it a, a transformer? Have a mind of its own? Was it an alien car? Or was it a person driving the car that went through this crowd of people and killed them and injured them? Like, what was really going on?
3: Well, it's obvious that to prevent all these mass murders, we're going to have to take all the cars away.
0: Yeah, exactly. There you go. No, no more cars.
3: <laughs> hey, uh, Okay, so that, that was my quick question for you. Uh, um, if you don't mind, I, I want to brag about something. I uh, have secured an interview with uh, one of your buddies. I'm interviewing uh, Jericho Green on my brand-new sports channel.
0: All right, that's a a good thing. Shout out to Jericho Green. Really good dude.
3: Yes, sir. I hope uh, hope people check into that. You know, he's a hilarious dude, man. Oh, absolutely. All right, bud. Well, I'm going to go ahead and hang up and uh, listen to the rest of your show. You have a great night, okay, bud?
0: Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. All right, great call. And You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you enjoy what you were hearing thus far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Let's go to the next one here. 954 online, who am I speaking to?
5: Hey, ABL, hang on one second, man. Let me uh turn your feet off on my other device. Alrighty. Hey, yeah. I I've been listening to you for I, I don't know how long, man. You you used to get that calls from that uh nipping dude in England all the time. Uh I've been listening for years, but i never called in before. But you were talking about the uh, the Redeem team. Yeah. You were saying that they hadn't lost since uh, 72. It, the 72 team had that controversial finish, and then they refused to get the silver medal. But the 88 team, if you remember, that was David Robinson and Chris Mullen and John Thompson was the coach. They didn't even make the gold medal game. Uh they 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 went to the bronze medal games and won that, and then ninety two, that's when the pros got in. I
0: see. Okay, because cause they,
5: cause they didn't they didn't even make the gold medal game in eighty eight. So then they were like, we can't have this happen. So there was the response was Jordan, Magic, Bird. You know, we we can't do that again in America. We got to win that gold. So they they put the pros in. But uh, that that's the reason I I called. But these people um. They're getting fooled by Tulsi. Do you think if Tulsi was still a sitting member of Congress as a Democrat, she would be making that, that announcement that she's leaving the Democrat party?
0: Nah, she could not She, she could not even do that. Actually. I think you can't even do that while you're on the, while you're sitting as a member of the Democratic party or any other party, you can't just say, well, you, you, gonna... you,
3: you could denounce your party. You could denounce your party.
0: Mm. Well, they, they,
5: they've had, they've had people that switch parties in the past. Okay. But she, but she wouldn't do that if she was still, uh, still a sitting member of Congress. No. And, and, and what, what would you think if, if Joe Biden had given her a cabinet seat? Would she be denouncing the Democrat Party right now if she was the Secretary of Transportation or something?
0: No way. No how.
5: Not, not at all. Not at all. She, this is, that, she's, a, she's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Her party doesn't want her anymore. And she's looking for somewhere to land. So don't, don't be fooled by Tulsi Gabbard.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm not fooled at all. Like I, I kind of saw through what was going on. It's like, okay, she'll say some things that I can agree with, but it doesn't mean that I agree with her as you know, a political person. I'm not going to vote for her because she said, th- she said things I agree with. I mean, Obama might come out and say a thing I agree with. Joe Biden can say a thing I agree with, but I'm not going to vote for Obama or Joe Biden because I look at their entire track record, their voting history and the way they are and with Tulsi Gabbard, gun grabber, pro-abortion, CFR, uh, WEF, uh, the list goes on. So based on that, I wouldn't ever vote for Tulsi Gabbard or support her politically.
5: One hundred percent. And these dudes, are they see a pretty face and she talks good and they're like, oh, well, she's with us now. No, she's not. She's not with us. Right. She's just looking for somewhere to land because her party didn't want her. She she pulled she topped out at what, like two percent with the with the 2020 presidential campaign. And, and the writing was on the wall. I got to get out of here. Let me find somewhere else to land. Same thing that uh, uh, Andrew Yang is doing. You know, Andrew Yang still wants that. Uh, that thousand dollars a month to go out to people he he's he's still on that side he just he couldn't get any traction over there so he's like oh i'm not a democrat anymore
0: right exactly um
5: uh, but yeah i'm a huge david robinson fan that was his only only uh bad mark on his record was he won the bronze in that 88 olympics but everything else david robinson is, is the man so but I appreciate ABL. I've been listening for years, like I said, and I'll keep listening, man. Keep doing
0: your thing. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Have a good night. All right. Shout out to the caller. Great call. Let's go to 440. Oh, you don't mind? Who am I speaking to? Hey, everyone. This is George. I think
5: I feel like uh, last time for that show.
0: Oh, that's all good, man. What's happening? Can you hear me? I Are you well?
5: Uh, nothing much. I was just listening to you. But you have to say at the beginning of the show related to the uh, to the gym.
0: The thing is, I took mine
5: May of 2021, never had issues so far. I'm working out like doing my like, cardio each day, no issues so far. But you know, should I be worried? I don't know. <laughs> like, don't people get some uh health
11: problems after the beginning? Or, I don't know.
0: You, you, you kind of muffle. I can't really hear what you're saying. You're talking about going to the gym, and then after that, I couldn't really hear you. Hold on a second. You don't hear me now better? I think so.
5: Yeah, so you were talking about the jab. Like, people have had heart problems and stuff. Yeah. I had mine in May of 2021. Never had any issues so far. I do go to the gym daily and work out and do cardio. But it got me thinking, like, should I worry? Like, I don't know. What's your opinion?
0: I would say go to a cardiologist and see what's going on with yourself. I mean, I can't really say that you should worry or not but maybe just get yourself checked out and see what's going on. I'll probably do that for sure. And if you notice, if you you do cardio, you you kinda, you you know know your body, how it's gonna react and how you should feel. If you feel a little different, like something ain't right, I would say go to a doctor and get checked out.
5: Yeah, the thing is like, it's been like more than a year and a half ago and didn't have any problems so far, but then I keep hearing stuff and uh, I had like, I got a buddy that, his buddy got a heart attack recently. And he had the jab, so uh, that kind of like got me thinking, you know. But maybe that's not a general rule, I guess. Maybe,
0: yeah. It's I, not, I don't know
5: what to, what. To,
0: it's, it's not it's not a general rule, and also I think um, if you're already healthy, maybe you have a, and you're not. How, how old are you? Are you like between eighteen and thirty? Uh, thirty. I'll be thirty nine like uh, next week. You're like right at the tail end of the danger zone that they say you shouldn't get it. So I don't know, and I think they say a lot of times the there were like immediate. Symptoms of that. Like yeah, it, exactly. Like, like one of days. my
5: buddies had it like two weeks after. Right. You know. So for me, it's been a, a year and a half now. But I'm wondering, like, should I worry like two, three, four years from now? <laughs> you know, this is. Uh, yeah. It kind of like feels like if you ever seen those commercials on TV where it says like between the year this and that, have you ever taken this medicine? you will may be maybe entitled to compensation because this has caused cancer or some other stuff like that. I kind of have the feeling that we're going to see those commercials in the future for this jab.
0: Right. Exactly. That that's, that's pretty much what I'm I'm I'm, th- I'm saying the same thing. Uh, they, they probably would try to have that in there because um, they, they, they rushed it out. They didn't know what they were doing. Now all of a sudden they got a problem.
5: Yeah. that That's so messed up. It's kind of like, Oh, my God. Everybody was pushing everybody just to, just to take it, and they were, were demonizing all the other people. I, actually, I, I had to take it because I had to travel. It was like a, an emergency basis. My dad passed away, and I had to, like, travel. So I kind of, like, had to take it, but, you know, didn't think too much of it. But now that I see these, this stuff that's coming
0: out, I'm like, oh, boy. Right. Yeah, I'm with you.
4: Yeah. Okay,
13: thanks Thanks for having me on your show. Well, thanks you for you
0: Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, man, I can't necessarily say what you should and should not be worried about, but I say visit a cardiologist and get yourself checked out if you have any kind of concerns. You know, I'm not Dr. ABL. I'm Uncle ABL, not Dr. ABL. So y'all, you you just go ahead and do that. All right, James, what's happening?
14: How you doing, brother?
0: It's all good, man. Yeah, everybody good?
14: Okay. I, uh, uh felt kind of bad earlier. Some dude named James called in people in the chat were like, is that James? Is that James in Japan? It's not me. It's not me, but he's a good caller. Um, yeah, that, uh, that fella's right about the jab. Everybody over here is, uh, still requiring it. And I had to get it to travel. Otherwise they wouldn't let you on the plane and jabbers remorse and all. I don't know what to say about that, but, uh, it is what it is. Didn't let my kids get it though. Of course. Right, of course. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're growing and oh, that's. I don't want anybody to get the jab before they have kids, especially who knows what it's going to do to the next generation. Anywho, that's not what I was calling about. Um, actually, I was just calling for one thing. I Wanted to tell you, I got my, uh, I got my absentee ballot, and. I wanted to remind everybody to vote because that is unbelievably important, especially this year.
0: Oh, yeah. Very, very important. Like it's it's kind of like it's kind of hard to even put it into words how important it is right now, because a lot of people don't necessarily think about midterm elections being very important. I mean, we do here on this channel because we're politically inclined, but the average normie, they have no idea what the midterms even are. Oh, right yeah, yeah the, uh, the I don't think people
14: understand the importance of the primaries. They don't understand the importance of the midterms. and too many people for a long time would go out and they they'd vote, they'd stand in line and then they'd see in the news, oh well, it's looking this way, and then they'd walk home like even oh, really? before they'd gotten to vote. Wow. So, oh well, we've won or whatever. And yeah, this is, you got it. You got to vote, especially this time. And then, and then obviously in 2024, we've got to do not put that off. Do not let somebody else do it for you. Don't assume that it's going to be a solid win. No, don't do that so bad. Right on. Some, somebody in the chat was asking me about, uh, North Korea. What was that that somebody wanted to ask? No. Let's see. What did you guys want to ask about North Korea? Did somebody want to ask something about that? They've been dropping bombs over
0: us again, obviously. So they're probably so. asking if, if is anything like happened, did you guys get hit or was it just like, it is shooting the bombs over you? And
14: no, they, they're trying to, he's trying to flex. I think, Uh, Which you would never have done under Trump, but he's just trying to—they're shooting missiles basically over us, saying, "Yeah, we we can hit you if we want to."
0: Right. That's kind of what it sounds like.
14: Yeah, I can't imagine anybody being that dumb. I mean, you just poison your food supply. You know, you got to get fish from someplace, man. Don't even hitting it in the water, blowing it, blowing it off in the ocean. You're you know, you're radiating your food supply, man. That's not a really good, right. It's not a, it's not a good strategy anyway. Yeah. I wanted to remind everybody to vote and, uh, don't please don't neglect to do that. Everybody. That's it. You anyway. no, we're away. not afraid. Uh, atomic Tabasco was asking if we were afraid. No. Right on man. I Thank don't think f- so. I mean, I, I guess a lot of folks might be, but, folks in Tokyo we you know you just kind of assume that people are too smart to go to, to go to a nuclear war on the other hand Russia and that whole Ukraine thing that that is totally avoidable but nobody's going to nobody's going to listen to what negotiations there's arrogant money everywhere i don't get it anyway yeah the elite the international monetary fund all that all right. I'll let you go, dude. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man. Thanks. All right. Shout out to my man for, for the call. James in Japan. Great call. Let's go to some more here. Who am I speaking to? Oh, okay. A little slow from that one. Let's go. All right. Anonymous caller. Who am I speaking to? Oh, it's
13: Dave, is uh, Dave. Dave All
11: right
0: you you on. Um, if I'm on in the background, turn it down for me, please. Or turn it off. Oh, it's off.
13: It's off now. Oh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I was just uh, calling just to see uh, in regards to Kanye's rants. Um, I had been thinking um, about uh, Cynthia McKinney, a uh, former congresswoman who uh, she gave a testimony a while back about how uh, people in Congress are required to support uh, Israel um, politics. I don't know the whole details, but there's, like, videos on that. And then the other thing that was, like, kind of interesting was uh, David uh, Shimmer, or the actor, he came out and uh, he was saying that Jews only make up uh, 2.4% of the U.S. population. And then it kind of had me wondering, like, in context to Kanye's rant, uh, I'm looking at, like, a list of all these CEOs that run, like, uh Universal Music Group, Sony Music Group, uh, Warner Music Group—all like the the major things—and um, they're all they're all Jewish. And in ratio, like if they only two like two and a half percent of the U.S. population, and you consider the ratio of all the Americans and how many of them are in power, it kind of gives some credence to what Kanye is ranting about. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but I just want Colin to see if uh. Never thought about that. The difference between uh, what Kanye's ranting about um, CEOs running it and then uh, Cynthia McKinney's testimony a while back. So that's all.
0: So like, what's the actual point though? Like, if they if if Jews do run a lot of the country, what's the actual what's the actual statement that's being made when someone points it out?
13: Um, it's it's really just to compliment. Like, I think that's what Kanye West is saying, isn't it?
0: I, I don't know, what, what, what it, what, like, what's, what's his actual point? Cause I, I know that he said some things about Jews, but I don't know exactly what he was saying. So what, what was his point? He,
13: uh, from what I'm understanding, maybe I'm, I'm totally misunderstanding it, but uh, it seems like in context, he's, he's saying like, oh, people need permission, um, like they're gatekeepers, or when someone does something, they're being told to do it because the uh, Jews are telling them to do it. So it seems like in context, he's saying that Jews are in control. Of, of a lot of like um, politics or things that you are supposed to say and not supposed to say um, in, in like his rant. Uh, that's what it seems like. And uh, it seems like what he's trying to say might be taken out of context and uh, being anti-Semitic, but it seems like there's some credence to what he's trying to talk about. Uh, mix that in with Cynthia McKinney. Um, are you familiar with her testimony a while back?
0: No, but you, you described it. So I kind of understand what she was saying.
13: OK, um, so just in regards to those two things, um, I don't know why people are getting so upset about Kanye uh, pointing those things out when it, it seems kind of like accurate.
0: Well, I think the thing about Kanye and people that are upset, they're just upset. because They think he's just being negative against Jewish people and people that are Jewish are upset and those that are upset for them are upset as well. So that's kind of just what it's about. But as far as them being in power, I mean, yeah, a lot of them are in power. And if they're in power of a, of a certain thing, they have power to request certain things. So I mean, I don't think his point, I don't I don't think his rant would really make a difference. You know, it, it's almost like an, it's, it's, yeah. um, it's almost like this. It's almost like you are trying to find an advanced white man to blame. That's what it's that's what it feels like to me, because it's like the low level person would say, okay, the white man's holding me back. But, this, but the big brain guy, like the, the Jews holding me back. I think it's both an excuse to not succeed to your highest level of potential. It's the same thing to me. It's just one is a more of a, a woke version of the other. It's just, but it's the same.
11: Now in, in, re- in,
13: in regards to color, like when you say like the white man, the part, the other part that confuses me is when he started ranting saying um, the Jews are black and he went into this whole thing about the 12 tribes of Judah. So it, well, that's, it, it's that's, kind of confusing. Like, is he, is he really being, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's something else though. He's he's kind of getting himself confused. You know, Kanye. I like Kanye, but Kanye has a lot of information in his head that doesn't really make any sense. Or it's just, I, I want to say make, I also want to make any sense. It's kind of just like this is disjointed. On one hand, he's talking oh, about he's talking about the the Jews he can identify like people that run certain things in the country that are more white appearing. But then he's speaking about Hebrew Israelite type stuff. You see the guys on the street corner. That's right. Those guys, the black guys in New York City and other parts of the country, they're outside on the street corner with the Bible shouting at white people. That's the Hebrew Israelites. That's a whole different story. They think they're Jewish as well. So you have two different things he's talking about at the same time. They don't make sense together, but they're in his mind. So he's going to speak it. That's kind of what's going on. I hear what you're saying. I get it.
13: Um, That's all I just, uh, just wanted to talk about.
0: Thanks for taking the call. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, man, the whole thing about the Jews, it's like, I, I said it before on this channel, the Jews are the white man's white man. Or if you're kind of beyond the whole blame the white man stage, you go to, to blaming the Jews stage because, oh, they're in power, they control everything. But well, how about you, you, you control something, you come up with the industry, you control it, and then you can make the you make the rules. But if you're not going to do it, then somebody else will. It is what it is. And then the same way you could say that Jews are disproportionately in power, like a lot of uh, organizations and whatnot. You could say black guys are disproportionately in the NBA, eighty one percent in the NBA, the majority of the NFL. You could say that about that too. Is that is that a conspiracy theory or is it just they happen to be good at it? I don't I don't know. Same way you could say that probably the majority of NFL head coaches are white, or maybe maybe even the NBA head coaches, most of them are white. Is it is it some kind of racist thing behind it? Is it a Is it a conspiracy? Like, what is that? Maybe the best guy got the job. Maybe there's no other guy that can compete with LeBron James on the basketball level that is not black. Find me the white LeBron James. Find me that. Find me the black Phil Jackson. Find me that. But I don't want to go down that road. That's that's a little bit too different. I don't want to do that right now. I'm just saying whoever is best for the job, let them be best for the job. And if you are upset that people have a, a certain stranglehold on society or on certain areas of power, then you ascend to that level. It's simple. The world is made of humans. The world is made of society and people and being able to communicate and all that. If you don't like your position in life, if you don't like where you are, then just advance, especially right here in America, you could do whatever you want in America whatever you desire and if you're not doing it then whose fault is that that's my question i would ask okay <laughs> yeah you know blame, blame the white man that's that's what that's why i always joke about that every day i say hey it's not my fault blaming the white man it's the same argument it's kind of to me it's kind of funny 385 on the line who am I speaking to all right this is a mitchell all righty what's happening
18: hey abl i just want to tell you man you're you're really funny i enjoy your style you're really cool enjoy your live streams and your video commentary you're really great i just wanted to say uh it's really great seeing the great awakening going on with uh, uh you know the information flow of the internet and not everybody relying on mainstream media anymore everybody's kind of waking up right now and uh there's a, there's a great awakening happening. There's even people becoming more religious, and it, it's really great. It's kind of a great time to be alive right now. But I'd also like to say that the, the world is kind of 20 years behind. I mean, I, I knew back in 2001, 9-11 was an inside job, man. 9-11 was perpetrated by our own government, obviously. You can't have two buildings turn or you can't have two airplanes turn 3 buildings into dust it is just not possible man like um so i'm glad the whole vaccination thing the f- the forcing of uh people being vaccinated is waking people up to uh the criminality of our government and uh i think it's time to realize we don't really need government anymore we need politicians that realize their only job should be to secure the border secure our freedoms and make sure we have a good standing army but people got to wake up like you're 20 years behind knowing 9-11 was an inside job finally the vaccination thing the jab is waking people up but now kind of got to speed up the thought process of we don't need these crooked politicians telling us how to live our lives i mean trump was such a great president because he knew he had to leave us alone as much as possible i mean we get all these uh Democrat, uh, politicians telling us they're gonna, gonna give us free stuff, uh, vote for me, I'll, I'll, give you all this. Uh, what we need to realize is government should be so limited that we don't even realize it's there. Yeah. I mean, we don't need government to tell us what shirts to wear in the morning, how to put on our shoes in the morning. I mean, people think, oh, if you don't have government, you have total anarchy, molotov cocktails in the streets it's just not true uh people will be especially in armed society you know that uh armed society is a polite society people are humane people are good but i mean i guess my point is man that uh most of the world's problems nowadays is caused by the government either recent uh recent laws put in place or laws a long time ago or uh, policies put in, put into place a long time ago. This is why we're in the situation we are now because we got these, uh, I guess, uh, politicians we don't really need. And I, I just wanted to say that, man, it's, it's time for people to realize you don't need government. And uh, I think we could all get along with, without the government, people might say, well, you'd have total, Chaos, if you don't, it, it's not true. It, um, you can live without government. So, uh, oh, you, you, oh, we pay taxes so we have a civilized society, or, or we pay taxes so we can have roads. That's all bull crap, because private, private companies would come in and do the service for you. We don't need to be robbed from our paychecks for crooked people to do what they want with our money. We can have thousands of private companies Bidding for our money to take care of services like trash roads and whatnot. So just wanted to get your opinion on that. And thanks for all you do, man. Thank
0: you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yeah. So basically you got like, you want to have like anarchy, but see the one thing you didn't mention was like national security. And also you don't have any way to keep these companies in check. You see what I'm saying? Like you have federal regulations, like there, there's a, there's room for government. The problem with government is that it's become too much. It's become too much into our everyday lives. It's, it's it's encroached into our personal lives way too much. But you do need to have government in the background to regulate a lot of things. And because if you had just unfettered regulation, like like if you had unfettered just access to whatever you got to have you got to have government but just small government, like you said, in the background, really don't know what's there there's a lot of things that government does that you don't really see every day. And that's the way it should be. Okay. Okay. That, like right, right now in Atlanta, they're having this really big thing with the, um, the interstate of the, the 285 perimeter and all that 400 and everything. Okay. Now h- how are we going to get this thing organized? How are we going to do the road closures? How are we going to have everything go with the traffic and how are we going to make this thing work? How are we going to pay for it? Okay. Um, uh, those kind of things make sense. To have government for also national security. Okay, we got North Korea, excuse me, they they threaten us with, with weapons. We got the whole Ukraine thing going on. Are we going to get involved with that? Are we not going to get involved with that? There's a lot of different things going on. We have the southern border crisis happening right now, fentanyl pouring into the country. Should that be on the back of Texas or should it be a federal government thing? Should the federal government be able to assist Texas and Arizona and New Mexico? With what's going on. Okay. How about the trash coming from California from China to California? There's a lot of different things the government does that we don't see. And we need to be able to have that taken care of. But as far as getting in the business of what you can and can't say on social media, regulating certain websites that have um tabloids, like some of the more petty things we shouldn't be involved with. And like I said, you gotta be able to regulate these companies that go in and do whatever a lot of companies are not very um they're they're not very altruistic and they do whatever they can to maximize profits not all companies but a lot of them will do that you know they got a monopoly on the situation and they don't really care about you they'll do that but let's keep on going here i i'm not a fan of anarchy we need to have small government not no government 614 the line am i speaking to Hey,
11: uh, hang on. Let me turn you down. Hold on. All righty. All right, man. <laughs> uh, first time calling in. I'm glad I got through. Uh, so, anyways, I had to step away for a minute. Uh, so, I kind of missed part of your show there. But I came back uh, just at the end where you were showing the um, our, uh, our dude with the axe at the Mickey D's. Uh, getting arrested again. Uh, My understanding on it was he was a uh, catch and release again, once again. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. So um, it's going to kind of sound like a conspiracy theory a bit, but I'm going to kind of go there. Do you think it's possible that um, they're kind of setting him up to use him as a pawn to kind of be the next George Floyd type uh, where they're going to, obviously the guy is volatile. Obviously he's not a hundred percent in his head. Um, so maybe they're go- trying to, uh, you know, he's going to end up doing something to the point to where the police might have to, you know, shoot him or something. And then next thing you know, it's going to be, summer of love all over again.
0: No, I don't think so. I think the George Floyd type thing is more spontaneous. It's like, okay, you don't know who he is, random guy, and then he's dead, and then they want to make a big thing out of it. I don't think they're going to have a guy that's groomed to be like a martyr. I don't think so. Mm -hmm,
11: mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah, it was just something that just crossed my mind. I thought about that, and I was just like, I kind of wonder on that. Um, The other thing I kind of want to bring up, I don't know if you heard about uh, down in, uh, I think it was Mississippi, uh, the preschool teacher with the ugly Halloween mask going in from class to class to class, scaring the kids and getting in their faces and yelling at the kids and uh, targeting the kids that they said were the bad kids and all of that. Did you hear about that?
0: Um, I, I think I saw that, but I had no idea what was going on. So is that yeah, what it was? Like they, they they were, they were targeting bad kids and by screaming at them with the, with the mask on.
11: Yeah. That's what, you know, the ones that they, the, the, the teachers were saying were bad kids and yeah, going in there and screaming at them and scaring them. trauma. I mean, these are like little kids, they're preschoolers, you know, they're babies traumatizing these little kids. I mean, you hear one of the kids crying for their mama. You know, and the and they're trying to run and trying to hide, and you know the kids. It, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't funny, not to the kids, anyways. Uh, but apparently, from what I'm understanding, this has been an ongoing thing that these teachers have been doing this. And one of the teachers who had spoken out and said, "Hey, this is wrong. You can't do this," kind of you know got kind of pushed to the side. A little bit kind of you know kind of got told or you know you know, keep your mouth shut or else type mm. of thing so this teacher that how it got on video was the teacher that was being outspoken about it recorded it and sent the recording to the parents uh. so yeah yeah <laughs> so that's how it all came out that it you know got put out on the inner zones and everything
18: <laughs> the
11: yeah, I kind of wondered if you had had heard about that cuz I hadn't heard you talk on it. So
0: Yeah, I think I saw that, but I didn't know all the details. So I may do a video on it to, you know, dig a little bit deeper. That's that's pretty crazy.
11: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I I kind of like to know what happens with these people cuz it's like I said, they they they're, they're just babies. They they don't you can't do that. And it, and it's another point and issue. This is why parents you need to be involved. You need to know what's going on in your kids' schools.
0: That's right. So,
11: so that's all I have for you tonight. Thank you so much. You have a good night.
0: Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. All
11: right. Bye.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing that clip. That was that was really crazy. Um, I'm gonna see if I can find it and see if I can save it so I can come back to it later. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. So the, the the lady got fired. Yeah, that was, that was nuts. You know, school, school can be kind of a, a rough place for teachers. I I mean, I'm not trying to defend the, the lady right now, because I don't know all the details of what's going on. Just from what I, just from what I heard, it doesn't sound too good. But I'm speaking about school in general. It could be a bad place. I, I told the story before, but I'll go back to it again there's a lot of bad kids in school. When I was in Portsmouth, Virginia, I went to a school that's gone now. I won't say what it was, but it's gone now. And when I was in seventh grade, a sixth grader had put, um, a combination lock on his knuckle. So you know what a combination lock is. You could put the fat part of the lock. You could put that part of the lock right in your hand. And then the the hoop of the lock, you could put it over your knuckle. So a sixth grader, the boy probably was about five foot tall. I'm a, a kid. He punched a teacher in the face and broke his nose. And then the guy came to school with a splint, like a white splint on it. I'll never forget it. Uh, random, just 40 something year old white dude, pocket protector, just normie, right? Five foot eight white dude with a splint right there on his nose. Cause at sixth grade, he broke his nose. Now imagine being in that kind of environment. You see that kind of stuff every day. And then the school is dilapidated you got flying roaches. You got all kind of stuff going on. It was a mess. The AC won't even working. Nah, was it the AC? Yeah, the AC won't working. It's hot. We on the third floor. Windows open. We got birds coming in. It was a mess, man. It was like almost like the penitentiary a little bit. So when they say school to prison pipeline, I don't think it's really a thing necessarily as far as uh, trying to get you groomed for it. But a lot of the conditions are similar. You see what I'm saying? And you got to ask yourself, whose fault is that? Is it the fault of the so-called white man or is it the fault of those who live in that particular area? And at a certain point, people people just got to tighten up their own personal lives to give their children a better opportunity. And I think maybe some kids shouldn't even go to school. If you're having a hard time behaving and you're not really, and you're not, two plus two is a challenge for you at age 14. I mean, just go ahead and drop out, really. You know, go ahead and drop out and start to work. Do something with your hands or go to a vocational program. There's no purpose in having these kids who cannot stay still, who cannot behave properly in class, not getting any kind of education. And a lot of the times the, the kids' behavior comes down to the parents not teaching them properly at, at home. So you have bad teachers, of course, but you also have bad students and bad parents. And when you have bad, 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 you get all bad all the way around. And the kid is just pretty much have have no hope. So yeah, it's a mess. All right. But I'm gonna go ahead and keep on rocking. Um, the number to call, four three four six five eight, one two two zero. Let me go to four seven oh you don't line am speaker to.
5: Hey, Anthony. Hey, it's Craig from Wild and Wacky Love. How you doing, sir?
0: It's all good, man. How about yourself?
5: Uh pretty good. I've gotten shot today, so it's a good day. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. We have a lot of ground to cover. Um, John Fetterman. Yeah. That guy is a communist. He scares the hell out of me. Um, that guy is not fit for office, not just because of his politics, but also because of his health problems. You know, so I agree with you there. Also, have you noticed that he has about a two inch, um, bump on the back of his neck?
0: Yes, I've seen that. And he's always wearing some kind of hoodie or something to try and cover it, but it's like, sir, I can see you. You're not doing a very good job covering that.
5: Yeah, it, it's, it's like some kind of um, cyst or something. And one of the, the people in your, your comment section mark, uh, made a remark about him last week calling him Federnak. So it made me think, you know, it's like, well, I wonder what's going on with him. You know, so I looked him up, typed in, you know, Federnak. And in the internet, it came up with uh, he had this like sister back in his neck and t- took her calls and pointed this out.
0: So, oh.
5: yeah, get this guy out of here. He he's crazy. Yeah, he's got he, go. uh, to go. Wants he wants to get some guy out of a prison that was guilty of stabbing somebody to death. He's just sick all around. There's no way, two ways about it. Anyway, as far as Tulsi Gabbard is concerned, yeah, it's good that she uh, finally ditched the uh, Democrat Party, largest party of, uh, the largest hate group in America. But still, I I don't think that she's conservative. I completely agree with you. She's a stubborn Democrat at heart. And I don't know why she won't change because the Democrat party is nothing but a a failed ideology and it's failed for decades and decades and it's not going to change. As we've seen since 2016, it's only getting
0: worse. That's right. Absolutely.
5: So, uh, yeah, the crime here in Atlanta is getting worse, speaking of worse. Um, I work for a store, a retail store. I'm not going to say where it is because I don't want any assassination attempts on my life, but uh, also to protect my privacy. But but seriously though, about three and a half months ago, maybe four months ago at the most, we had two guys fighting in the parking lot. because one guy pulled a pistol on, on the other guy and the other guy' like, trying to get him down the ground. They were like, going back and forth trying to get the pistol away from, you know, the guy that pulled it on him. That's crazy. And the guards inside the store had their, their guns drawn. I mean, they pulled out of their holster, holsters. So yeah, it, it's it's getting worse. And we added a police officer, we had a police officer back in, uh, I think it was about mid June or so.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the crime, like, especially like in the city, like inside the perimeter especially, is, is out of control. I mean, and it wasn't yeah. like that when I was, when I was younger, I, I would go to Atlanta a lot when I was uh-huh. younger because my, my uncle lived in Marietta. So I would go down to Marietta and then go into the city. And since then the crime has just jumped up exponentially. It's, it's really kind of crazy. And the whole defund the police yep. movement tried to happen, but it's like, how are you going to defund the police when you have so much, so like a, such, such a, a large amount of just random things that are going on in the city at, at all times. And so many people, so much traffic, it's just kind of ridiculous.
5: Yeah, there was one guy that was shot back in, I think it was around June 8th of last year, 2021, on uh, West Wesley, around the corner from, Pe- right off Peachtree Road, in the heart of Buckhead, about yep. 8, 8.30 in the morning, jogging. And I think it was uh, gang-related activity, so some kind of gang initiation or whatever, I don't know. Wow. But I would like to, to backtrack a little bit. You were talking about last week how uh, Kanye West and uh, Candace Owens were wearing the shirts and black uh, White Lives Matter in uh, the Paris um, fashion show, I forgot to tell you that there was a woman that was killed back in th- at 3 a.m. on July 5th of 2021. Just last year, 24-year-old mother was shot in front of her 3-year-old uh, boy because she said all lives matter. She ran into her and her husband were out walking. She should have been in the park at 3 a.m. anyway, but they were. And uh, she got shot by a black guy just because she said all lives matter. Crazy. They ran into like several several guys. Her, her husband pulled out his gun and the other guys pulled out their gun and then they just walked away. And then I think 15, maybe 20 minutes later, she was walking under a bridge. The guy circled around, shot her from a bridge. This is in Indianapolis and her name was Jessica Dottie Whitaker. And is anybody saying, say her name? No, she's just another dead white random you know, random white person that got murdered just because she said all lives matter. That's right. It's for freedom of speech. Exactly. So if you're white, you have to be careful about saying all lives matter because if you do, you're taking your life in your own hands because non-white people aren't going to want to hear that. Maybe even some white people will shoot you for saying it. You never know these days. Things are so crazy. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, that's all I want to say. Thank you very much for taking my call. appreciate your time and uh, you take care, man.
0: Thank you for your call, man. I definitely appreciate you. Thanks. See you later.
5: Bye.
0: Great call. Yeah. Buckhead, Atlanta, Buckhead, like that's like a, a nice area of Atlanta. A lot of high end shops. You got Phipps Plaza, Phipps Plaza. you got uh, Lennox. You got a lot of different um, retail locations, a lot of nice restaurants right there. Just really, really, really nice area. But it's, it's becoming just kind of ghetto. It's, com- it's becoming kind of ghetto and it's crazy. When I go to ATL, I go outside the perimeter. Uh, inside the perimeter, Buckhead, stuff like that, you're gambling. You're taking the risk. I mean, I like the area. I like Buckhead. But, hey, man, it, one day it could be totally beautiful. You could go outside, walk your dog. But the next day, it might not be. Atlanta's like that, randomly violent for no reason at all. Three or four you on not line, I'm speaking to? Hey, it's Jeff from West Virginia. How you doing? It's all good, man. How about yourself?
16: I got to admit, I'm a little upset with you.
0: What happened?
16: Well, last week on your final call, you, you you ended with Ivan. And, man, I was the only time I tried to call in last week was after that. But you forgot the line, ABL. What was the line? Sir, sir, please, if you're going to speak out of your butt, please sit on your phone so the audience can understand you. And everybody was just, uh... But uh, I'm kind of flying blind tonight here. We'll see if we can entertain some people. The Internet was kind of off when I picked up where the calls uh, started. Uh, So what do you think about this Pennsylvania Senate race, man? Like, I know you said that you didn't think uh, Oz was a good candidate, but I don't think he's a good candidate at all. It's like a, he's like a snake oil salesman from 1875. And then on the other side, you have this, uh, what's his name? Feta cheese or whatever. This guy looks like the illegitimate child of, uh, Herman Munster, and Nancy Pelosi. Uh, they say he had a stroke. It wasn't a stroke of genius. I can promise you that. I don't know what to tell the people of Pennsylvania. Maybe everybody write in John Smith and hope he's a solid dude.
0: Oh, man, yeah, they might, might need to do that because what they got right now is not, really, not really good.
16: There you go. Uh, did you hear? Now, this is top secret information. Did you hear that they're coming out with a new main battle tank, the U.S. Army?
0: No, I didn't hear about that.
16: It's supposed to be two times bigger than our main battle tank, the Abrams battle tank. This thing's supposed to be tough. It's not even going to need to be camouflaged. They're just going to paint it in the LGBTQ colors. <laughs> supposed to be able to, sh- supposed to be able to shatter glass ceilings. It does complain about Georgia a lot. They're calling it the Stacey
0: Abrams tank. <laughs> yeah, that that that'd, that'd, be, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be that'd be a big one. That'd be a real big one right there. <laughs> so
16: so is that pretty good without hearing your first couple hours of the show did i, did I get a few laughs everybody
0: you, you sure did it chat loves it hey I, listen
16: i know you know i know the last couple of times i haven't called in yeah you know, and i really appreciate i just want everybody to know this i appreciate it when i see you asking about me in those comments let me tell you something for the last two years i have bought books that are, that a hundred hundred dollar books to study on coins There's not a day that I haven't tried to get on the Internet, read books, went to coin collectors and tried to study this trade. And two weeks ago, I was actually a guy actually let me start sitting in at his table with the coin shows. I'm probably going to be in mineral wells at the end of this month. And I've had work from this guy that he's had me bringing home. And that's where I've been. And I appreciate everybody asking about me on there. But that's where I've been. It's been tough. I've studied hard for this and I'm trying to make something of myself and I appreciate every one of you.
0: Thank you for calling in, man. We definitely appreciate you as well. Absolutely.
16: All right. Hey, y'all have a good one. We'll keep it rolling. All right
0: now. Bye everybody. Oh man. Yeah. Shout out to my man from West Virginia. Uh, yeah. Feta cheese was hilarious. <laughs> Feta cheese. Shot, shot the feta cheese though. Feta cheese is off the chain. Like some of that, get some of that Greek food. Put the feta cheese in the. Yeah, that right there, that that does it. Seven seven three. You don't learn. Who I'm gonna speak to. ABL, it's your retired Chicago police officer
8: friend. I'm glad I got in.
0: All righty, man. What's happening?
8: Listen, I'll keep, I'll keep it short and sweet. ABL, I uh, saw a program the other day where you know the reporter was uh walking around to get opinions from the man on the street it was a older you know middle aged white couple and they asked the asked them how they thought biden was doing they thought biden was doing just great then when the reporter asked about you know the ukraine asked about afghanistan asked about inflation asked about his son's involvement you know in his laptop and all these other countries getting kickbacks from uh asked about the gas prices every single point they said not his fault not his fault not his fault and blamed it on Trump how do you deal with some with people like that because those are not, that's not an isolated incident A lot of these people see all the bad that that Biden has, you know, caused as being as originating from Trump. Well, Trump didn't leave the economy, didn't leave the economy the way, you know, it was when Biden got it. The economy was perfect at that time, but they still blame Trump's policies and everything else. Anyway, ABL, great show as usual, and I'll uh,
0: let you get back to it and I'll talk to you later. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Yeah, a lot of people they just it's it's that, it's that brainwashing is what I'm talking about. People they, they get brainwashed. They don't really think logically. It's it's pretty crazy to see, but at the same time not surprising at all. 773 online line speaker 2. <laughs> ABL. <clears throat> uh,
5: ABL,
4: have you heard about the hundred uh Muslim Parents among Christians protesting Dearborn, Michigan, over books that are grooming their kids, and the school board shut it down because of a fire hazard.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I saw that video.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, the starters, starters, it is pretty great. Great to see, see that it's not just Christians out there that are livid about this whole grooming operation by also Muslims. So hmm. the fake news media cannot spin this and call called the parents terrorists, even though there have been attempts to do that because of why Christians.
0: Well, yeah, of course. I mean it's good that it's a it's a bipartisan thing, if you will, between religions, it's not just, yeah. you know, one side.
4: But if I was a the parent there, I would as well as with Loudoun County and other school boards that have been pushing this and shutting down parents, especially in opposition to the Florida bill, I would, would hope that there's some massive lawsuits coming to the t- school boards and the teachers' union because, let's face it, all those school boards, boards and teachers' unions need to be shut down completely, especially after all the nonsense they've been doing during the lockdowns.
0: Right.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And, uh, anyway, Abel, in your neck of the woods in Tennessee, have, you been following on this Matt Walsh type of story, stories, stories plus scandal about like, certain hospitals throughout the country, specifically Vanderbilt Hospital, for example,
5: <clears throat>
4: has been Pushing for the mutilation of kids, kids, and predominantly silencing parents.
0: Yes, I saw the Vanderbilt story, and I saw that they discovered it and then they ended it.
4: Yeah, they basically shut it down. Yeah. I only asked because I've not heard you speak about it, and I was kind of wondering, Ernie, if you would, if you ever had kids, start protesting
0: against this. Well, it's not really a story there because it's like like, like right when they came out, they said that they ended it. So it was like that that kind of thing is happening all over the country as far as like so the, the doctors trying to perform these, these surgeries on children that they shouldn't be performing. It, it, it's all kind of under the umbrella of the drag queen story time, the trans children, the the puberty blockers, hormone blockers. I spoke on that two years yeah. ago on, on Jubilee because when I was on Jubilee two years ago, uh, they were talking about Dwayne Wade's boy, Who's not on their Zaya? And I'm like, look, my main thing the whole time, and I've said it repeatedly on this channel, different channels. If you have adults that want to be LGBTQ or they want to be transgender, that's on them. But leave the kids out of it. That's been my whole stance the entire mm-hmm. time. And I think that it's becoming more and more popular. And we got to just stand up and say this is not going to be able to fly and stamp it out wherever we see it.
4: Yeah, yeah. Because as far as I see it, I see it a lot more conservative. Need to kind of do something pretty drastic about this because
3: Lori's Children
4: Hospital here in Chicago is doing it, and nobody on the local media is talking about it. And as a matter of fact, fact, this is kind of similar to what Google and other big tech companies is. If you kind of say something that's against against the establishment media's narrative, they shut you down. And I've been trying to tell to my father for years, years about the corruption within the media as well as with certain hospitals, especially during during lockdowns. But I do want to ask this critical question question that requires a yes or no question to you and everybody else. If given given what that Neverlands and Florida Surgeon General said about about the Pfizer hot and that. Do you, in your opinion, yes or no, do you consider that doctors just as guilty as the pharmaceutical companies, companies for pushing us onto the masses and completely ignoring any major side effects, especially among young, healthy men, because we've seen a whole bunch of healthy athletes and even soldiers now drop dead?
0: Well, I don't think so. No, because I can't say that every doctor has the same information because a lot of times the doctors, they're being told certain things that aren't true as well. They're being lied to the same as we're being lied to. So if the the companies, big pharma say, hey, this is going to be safe. Your patients are going to need it. Here's a study that we said is going to be safe. If they say all these things to the doctor and they're being lied to and they recommend it to their patients, how can that be their fault necessarily? Now you're going to have some Doctors that look into it a little bit more. And then they want to have alternative okay. remedies. Like here's, here's a prime example of what I'm talking about. You have doctors that go against what big pharma and the federal government are saying. Like, um, um, uh, wh- wh- what was the name? The, uh, frontline doctors. I did an article about them. Yeah. And I think one of them went to, yeah. actually, I think, hold on, let me finish. I think one actually went Sorry. to jail. She went to, went to jail over the whole thing. Uh, another one, uh suddenly it may lots of license, I think. So it's like you you you're being told certain things, you're being lied to, and then the government's getting on you if you try to say something else and they're removing you from the whole practice. So it's like, what do you do? I think it's more about the federal government and big Pharma working together to push the lie. I think doctors and whatnot are just part of being victimized the same as we are. Okay, I can
4: understand that, but I kinda of- Disagree at the same time because because a lot of these doctors get their orders from the higher ups, as well as they get get the same money from the pharmaceutical companies to kind of prescribe this same thing that they did throughout the pandemic. And in my case, case despite it being in quotation marks supposedly over with, my doctors have told. So my family, particularly my brethren, because of our low immune systems, that we still have to, quote, wear the mask despite the opposition. So I actually don't really see any of the doctors pretty much innocent, especially if they're just taking orders from the higher-ups in the first place. And more importantly, the Pfizer CEO, in my opinion, opinion, should... Because he's gotten the booster shot and has gotten the virus again. Then I actually really don't really feel any type of empathy for him. And I really think that it's perfect karma for him to kind of kind of suffer. And if the CEO dies from it, it's quite justice, in my opinion, because he's kind of murdered a whole bunch of people and doesn't think doesn't care.
0: Well, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Sorry. All right. Well, yeah, so basically to wrap that up, because we got right into the, the show, we're at 11 o'clock. The time flies on. I think, um, you get the federal government has so much power over that. It's just like, it's just like blaming the flight attendants for enforcing the, um, the mask mandate when it was a federal regulation. What are they going to do? The federal government says you must wear the mask. So what can they do to overcome the federal government? They're in the same boat as you are. So when the mask mandate was over with, they were celebrating right along with the passengers because they were forced into it when they didn't want to do it. Same thing with the doctors. Okay. You don't want to um, give out the vaccine. Well, how about losing your license? How about going to jail? Dr. Gold, Stella Emanuel, losing your license. How about that? So you want to go against what they're saying, but If you go against it, you're not going to be there anyway to be able to help people that are in need of uh, virus treatment. So I don't blame the doctors or the flight attendants or anybody that was enforcing these rules. I blame the federal government for making us do it, okay? And if you didn't do it, you're losing your whole livelihood. So it's it's kind of lose-lose. You don't enforce it, you're losing everything. You do enforce it, you can lose everything. You know, the the government needs to kind of get out the way. This is what I'm talking about when I said earlier, the government shouldn't be so much as our personal lives. The government shouldn't be enforcing medical treatment by mandate. That shouldn't be what's going on at all. But that'll be a wrap for me. You guys are fantastic. Couldn't do it without you. If you like what you have heard tonight, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Thank you to the mods, keeping the trolls in check. I appreciate y'all. Thank you to everybody that's been watching, super chatting. Um, sharing, liking, whatever you're doing. I appreciate you. This is a podcast as well. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platforms, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description box or go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. I got super chats on deck right here I'll get to, and then I will go ahead and close the show. Um, Let me see. Thank you to Santo Bartes, who says, AJ told to pay $1 billion that one. Thank you to, um, no, many was A Network, who says, still showing you love, bro, and keep doing God's work and catch my live tonight after you finish. And also tell everyone and check out Kenneth Owens, greatest Live Ever Told. Thank you to Mallory Foss, who says, I thought Bo Biden died of brain cancer. Joe just said he lost a life in Iraq. Where are the fact checkers? You know, you know what they're gonna say about that? They're gonna say that he got cancer from his time in Iraq from the burn pits and stuff like that. So then they're going to say, he oh, he's right. You know, the media, they jump through hoops to be able to defend their people when they're on their side. But if you say anything wrong, you could say today's a beautiful day. They were like, well, actually, today's not so beautiful because it was raining for about 45 minutes. It's stupid stuff like that. That's all they do. I hate the media so much. This is why alternative media is coming up. And that's why Alex Jones had that $1 billion settlement, not settlement, judgment against him because he's alternative media and they don't want to have alternative media rise above their state controlled media. Mainstream media is state run media. It's like North Korea over here. It's ridiculous. It's nice. And it's it's so obvious. It's not even really funny. Um, thank you to Dent Machine Company who says, Did you see the video of KC Miller? Uh the transitioning young lady, twenty-one, destroyed by HRT. Looks like a forty-year-old man. Check it. I saw that. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, thank you to Dent Machine Company who says, check out uh, shout out to Quadro's little brother on Fetter Woman's Neck. <laughs> shout out to Fetter Neck. Fetter Neck was hilarious. But that will be a wrap for me. Um, You guys have been great. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.